There is a podcast beyond that which is known to man. It is a discussion as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between movies and TV, between gaming and tech, and it lies between a collection of comics and the summit of our knowledge. This is the podcast of our imagination. We call ourselves the Nerdtastic Four. Welcome to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. My name is Chris. I'm Desmond. I'm Kern. And I'm Rose. And we'd like to start today by giving a bit of an announcement, bit of a news, bit of a thing. Uh, YC3, a local convention at That's the, Yellow City Comic Con. Yes, yeah. At the Amarillo Civic Center is in just a few weeks. Yep. It's and the 13th through the 15th, I 13th think. 13th through the 15th. And we have a booth. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be Did we awesome. find out if they have Wi-Fi? We did. Yes, yes. They, they do, do have Wi-Fi. Is it going to be good Wi-Fi? We have I no don't idea. know. Fantastic. Free so Wi-Fi. If it's good yeah. Wi-Fi, we it's... will be podcasting live. They got the Wi-Fi. If it's bad, we will be podcasting somewhat live. Something and then putting it up later. <laughs> or Periscope. What a perfect a lot reason to bank months of podcasts <laughs> than spending 12 hours to get I don't know how long it's open a day. But like we might as well just but record it, something. Probably right. It's probably going to be twelve-hour days. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, going to be a huge event this year. Uh, they're having it at the Emerald Civic Center, so they got a bigger area, which is cool. They're going to have some kick-butt guests. Oh, it's okay. Also, to say kick ass. Ass. yeah, you can say <laughs> kick-ass kick guests. Kick, we're going weekly. Uh, we're getting rid of the clean tag. <laughs> I mean, so we're having uh, Coleman Newman's. Who is a walker Ooh, from The yeah. Walking Dead? Yeah. He's not a walker. His name yeah, sounds important. He's the walker. related to Paul Newman? I don't, I don't uh, know. David um, Yost, which, who is the uh, Billy. Billy Blue Ranger. Yeah, I know right. that guy. Um, they also, David Fielding, who is Zordon from. Mm, so, two Power right. Rangers. Uh, I have actors. a question. Is. Was he the voice and the head in the glass? Did he do both? I don't know. Because it'd be That's funny if we question. met him and I, we're like, oh, you're just the voice. I, I, I think so. I always thought the guy in the glass when I was a kid was Mr. Belding because that's what he looked like to me. He <laughs> uh, does kind of. But when it's I think, just the face. I think so because as far as I know, he's not part of the uh, Japanese product and they had to shoot mm, all that. Yeah. The kids that are in the station are always... Right, yeah. yeah. American okay. ones. Huh, so I that's think, an interesting I question. Think we'll find out when we see him. Yeah, because if he doesn't look like Zordon, we'll know. And then right. we can <laughs> ask him how, how it felt to act in a fishbowl for like four Right. Years. We also have uh, Trina Nishimura, who voices Misa Ackerman from Attack on Titan. She is apparently a uh, Amarillo native. Really? So she's from here. I think wow. she went to Paladura, actually. Someone from yeah. here is successful? What? Wow. Well, amazing. It can happen, boys also and girls. Also having Mike McFarlane, who's the voice of Master Roshi yeah, on Dragon Ball Z. I have heard this. <laughs> who is not from Amarillo. Uh, Bella, a great thief, which is the supernatural car, the 67 Impala, Impala from Supernatural. Mm. You and... laugh, but that's on my mantle at home, and I'm not joking. <laughs> like the die-cast replica of that car, my that's wife great. fought me for it, so I will be going to see that. And finally, we have Tim Rose, who is Admiral Akbar that's from Star Wars. He was oh, just a character. He though. was the he was the person in the suit. Yes, okay. he was the, the voice guy. The voice guy. Yes, so I'm about to correct everyone. So I heard I heard the I heard that he died, and I was like, "Oh no, he was coming to YC three And then I like looked it up. I was like, "It's a different guy." Oh, it's okay. Right. It's okay. So At least we, he got to be Akbar one last time before he died. Right. True. Oh, Very true. There you go. But yeah, this is the guy who's in the suit, and I'm pretty sure it's the same guy who was in the suit. 
in the older series and in the newer series. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, I'm not for sure. Um, the barely moving mouth. Yeah, they're oh. also having several artists and other kinds of guests like that. Um, these are their big TV and anime. Yeah, yes. I mean, there will be Artist Alley. I don't think there's a gaming tournament. I talked to Judd, who runs most of the gaming tournaments here in town. But uh, the coolest guest at YC3 is the Nerdtastic Board. That yeah. is absolutely correct. We That's we're uh, we're so going to be there. We're not really guests, though. We had to pay for our table. Nope, nope. We're guests. We're special <laughs> guests. They asked us to come. They also asked that we gave them money. Yeah, for they, it was a the donation. They, that was out of the goodness yeah. of our heart. Uh, yes. But we, we will be there and giving out prizes throughout the day. That's So great. people who listen... Various prizes. Well, people that walk up and just find out about us. Yeah. Yeah. If you're here and you think maybe one day I'll listen to it or you're hearing this in the future, thanks for coming by. And we're really hoping to see uh, the debut of Chris's Bat Panda. Bat Panda. Panda. And uh, to help raise funds for better podcasting gear, Chris will be at a kissing booth. That's right. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. It's Uh, it's not gender specific either. No. Or... Human specific. Yeah, we're we're in our species here. <laughs> yeah, come give me a dollar to make me kiss your dog. But yeah, it's it's and it's pretty relatively inexpensive. It's oh, yeah. fifteen <laughs> bucks to get in for Saturday and Sunday, and then if there's like a Friday night early access and there's a dance, that's also fifteen. A dance. Uh huh. Yeah. There's they also have dance. Oh, yeah. I guess so. They also have like special packages. I kind of see get, this. Uh, you can get nerd. autographs and stuff like that. And yeah, they have the express passes and pass uh-huh. passes. And there's Artist Alley is going to be there. There's yeah. always good vendors at these things. I pick up a lot of my old consoles and comics there. That's, and yeah, the there's ticket. Be some, good some of the ticket proceeds go to the Children's Miracle Network. So there right. you go. But yeah, that's why C three. Loves miracles. Thirteenth yeah, through do. the fifteenth. Come see us. Awesome. We'll be there. We'll have a banner. Yeah, there's going to be some good. There's going to be. You, you talked yeah. about the artist. One of the one of the artists that's going to be there. That's a local artist. His name is Greg Harms. Very very oh, good yeah. artist. Uh-huh. He does a lot of watercolor watercolor stuff, and you can get his prints for relatively uh, inexpensive. And then he sells the originals as well for a little bit more of of, a, of an investment. But uh, he's he does some fantastic artwork, and uh, he's a local artist. Uh, Real, real good guy. So if you have a chance to see him, that's going to be great. He's with yeah. Third Empire, right? Um, I'm trying to. I, 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 you or know, did he just work with them? I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, it's really bad that I don't know this as many times as I've sat in the same room with Greg. That, that's a uh, small local thing. Well, he, I don't know. Well, his, he he does a deal with um, Repo Man is one of the comics that he does, and it's actually based off of the character that um, was the one of the reality TV shows. Um, it was one of those repo TV shows. I forgot what the name of it was. But anyway, the guy was a huge Spanish guy, ex-Marine, uh, and it's based off that I have, character. I have no yeah. reference for that. Is there a Dog the Bounty Hunter comic? Does anyone know that? I have no idea. No, I didn't know I, they I, were I doing that. that. If anyone out there has a trade paperback of Dog the Bounty Hunter, I am open and willing to make offers. So. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, maybe that's a good time to plug us social media Social media yep. speaking. Immediately. On Twitter, you can find us at Nerdtastic4Pod. On Facebook, it's just Nerdtastic4. And, of course, our website, Nerdtastic4.com. And also, it's dot we have Nerdtastic4 on YouTube now. Oh, oh do yeah. we? Yeah. We our first video. And, boy, let me check how many views this baby has. <laughs> Hold on. Drum roll, please. It's a, it's a, it's a great the good Lord blessed us with seven views. Seven oh. views. 
Cruz. And that was after how many minutes upon hours of being... It is now up to 11. 11. Oh, we just got to wait for that money to start rolling in. Woo. That's sweet, sweet. We're on our way, ladies and gentlemen. It says estimated revenue is $0.00. zero cents, so. But that's because we don't put ads. It's just because, because it doesn't round... It, 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 that, that rounds that up to the nearest penny. I mean, we're... we're oh, it rounds up to zero. Fantastic. So yeah. I owe you two money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a time to be alive. You know, we joke. But we had some really great news since the last episode, which is we got on the What's Hot charts. Yeah, What's on and, iTunes. And TV, yeah, and TV and film. At one point, we were up in the top, like, 600. So, I mean, for us to be on episode 8 or whatever, that's a pretty big deal, I think. I feel I felt really awesome. And, and, you, know, and you know what caused that? You people out there listening to us. Oh, yeah. That's right. And I thought he was going to make a joke. I did, too. So I was you know what caused that? But Global warming. <laughs> you're exactly right. One of the things that you can do to help us, I know you're dying, you're asking, what can I do? What can, what can we do? What can tell I us, do? Desmond, please Why? tell me I'm dying here. Desmond, Five tell me, stars. what can I do? Just, just you're, if you're listening... It's nothing. You just click on your phone, click on your computer, give us a five-star review. You don't have to write anything. But if you want to, you can. It's fine. That's only if we earn that five-star. I mean... No. No, actually, just, <laughs> just, just give us five stars. stars. And I'll tell you what. If you give us five stars, we'll have a special drawing. I'll come up with some sort of prize. At YC3, you come by, you show us what your <laughs> review is. Whoever writes the best review, funny, honest, I don't care, we'll have a drawing for those people. This is not intended to be a bribe for people to give no, us No, it's just a way to get people involved. I mean, <laughs> exactly. But if you don't leave a review, we hate you. <gasps> no, you'll, just, you'll, you'll have different things you can win. You, you can piss off awesome, if you come to the booth. Cool, exclusive thing that I'll find. Well, you'll come to the booth. Hey, guys, I listen to you all the time. Yeah, did you leave a review? No. Oh, oh the F word got dropped already. Hey, it was bad. Bad. Hey, if we're going to do a weekly podcast... <laughs> We're gonna fucking say F words. Oh. And this, this, this sounds my like parent, a, I just uh, told now, my dad that I was making these, and now he's gonna watch them and be like, why are y'all swearing all the time? Hey, I, hey, I, Rose's dad, I'm gonna assume your name is, uh... Rose's dad? No, I, Barack. Mr. Rose's no, dad? Barack. It's obviously Pete. Pete Rose is Rose's dad. Okay, that makes sense. His last uh, name, Pete, Rose's name is Rose. It's Rose Rose. Uh, just like Mario Mario. Pete, uh... Mr. Pete, if, if, Mr. I, Pete. if I may call you Mr. Pete. It's Pistol Pete Rose. Pistol Pete Rose. Because <laughs> oh Rose's last name is Rose. Rose. I just said um, that. Rose Mario Rose. Mario. Pete Rose. Right. Um, I apologize profusely for saying the F word on the podcast your daughter's on. But, she had uh, no control over our mouths. <laughs> that's it. I'm We're gonna, grown. I was going to make a bad joke. And I'm like, no, nah, it's yeah, You're going to edit this out. You're just giving yourself more work. Um, but this, <laughs> no, this, time, this seems like a great time to plug the other members of the Nerd Podcast Mafia. So let's go ahead and do that because there's other podcasts you can listen to if you're listening to this right now going, God. But ours is the best. This is awesome. Or this oh. is amazing. Where where can I go for other one? Uh, there's Colt 45, the movie podcast. There's the So Wizard podcast. Wizard. There's uh, the... Uh, the Come on. Oh, keep oh, keep searching. Keep yeah, searching. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to learn these because like, Desmond's been a big fan of a lot of these podcasts for a I while. And I just me, need to like, get on the Twitters because I, I don't like, Twitter very often. I kind of see them and then I see that they're following me and I'm like, why are you following me? Yeah, who is this? Yahoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's really cool that we're like in this family. Yeah. Oh, and like like my real family, I haven't met a bunch of them. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, what's the first barbecue going to be for this podcast family? Is what I want to know. Well, exactly. it's funny that you mentioned that because I was just mentioning Cold Forty Five. They're going to be doing a panel like on Palooza in Houston in June. 
And I'm thinking of road tripping down there. I know everyone else is busy, so I'm not going to harass you guys and do it. But I'm going to probably make a weekend and see if I can see them in uh, Montego, maybe from Fans on Patrol or whoever else. Is Very there. cool. Because Fans on Patrol is the other one you're probably thinking about. Oh, yeah. Who else was in the Mafia? You, you, you oh. failed to mention about half of them. Isn't there the something guys? Oh, there's Back Issue. Back Issue that podcast. Doesn't, that there's doesn't. guys, there's no guys. <laughs> Drunken Dork saying out with a lot, but that's not the other one. Oh, okay. Come on, Combo Comics cast. Right. Dork of all trades. I don't know what this meant. That was the magic fingers. I, was trying to oh, I thought he was like a I typing thing. Typing. Yeah, that's yeah, what I like, thought. The I typing heard. guys? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Anyway, big shout out to all them. Uh, I, I hope um, I got everyone. I don't remember. Yeah, that. thanks. Just, thanks for letting us be a part of your uh, family. We probably made it a little bit more dysfunctional. Yeah. And a shout out to all of the twelve hundred people that we follow on Twitter. Each one of you is special to us. Yes. I don't know who you are. You will all get Christmas cards <laughs> well, this year. Most, I probably think not. We follow like Rob. We have eight hundred and sixty-one followers. We we follow a lot of comic book artists because I do. I had the following list of uh, other podcasts. Mm. Um, the. A lot of the 501st garrisons, right? 501st people, we feel mm-hmm. some cosplayers from Rose's list. I added, yeah, and some of the gaming guys from your list. I added. It's a combination oh, okay. of all of our lists. So a lot of Battlefield players are on there. A lot of Call of Duty players are on there. That we have League players are on there. The president of PlayStation's on there. Yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's just a combination of all of our nerdiness. Hopefully, just to get the feed. I don't really care about following anyone that we don't know. Right. But I want to. We should unfollow feed. some of them. We do. Okay. I use crowd. I use the crowdfire. Okay. People hate. Okay. But uh, if you don't follow us back after a certain number of days, and we're not getting things from you, either promotional plugs, retweets, or whatever, or checks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> information. If we you're don't not, get you're checks from me, we unfollow. If you're not posting oh. cool stuff, if you're not following some chicken us, nuggets. We accept chicken. <laughs> we, we yeah. Yeah, chicken but if you're not if you're not giving them. New website idea, Kickstarter for chicken nuggets, where people just donate chicken nuggets. That's a great plan. Pay it forward. Pay the nugget forward. (laughs) Pay the nugget forward. Oh, jeez. I don't know where this podcast has gone. I I don't either. Why don't we move on to some other stuff? Chris, the last podcast, you mentioned that you got a job. Do you still have a job? I do. How's that going, buddy? It's going great. It's a job, and uh, they they say they're going to give me money at some point. Yeah. I, look, I look forward to that. Yeah. I think it's like over a week away that I get my first paycheck. But the first good. paycheck is always rough. Yeah, I feel like it always takes forever. Especially like whenever it takes forever for them to even let you log your hours. Like according to them, I still haven't worked because like I don't have access to anything. <laughs> to the log thing, yeah. And it has to be turned in by tomorrow so that I can get paid next week, and I can't do that yet because nothing was there. Anyway, speaking of great decisions. <laughs> I woke up today at noon, and I'm going to be awake till tomorrow at 5 in the afternoon. At least. At least. (laughs) I've stayed awake for 36 hours before, and it wasn't by necessity. It was, I just want to keep playing this game. So whenever it comes to, like, work and school, then maybe I'll be okay. Because I'm like, well, I have to do this. I can't go to sleep. What game was it? I don't remember. It's like, uh, it's probably like Dungeon Defenders or or Angry Birds. (laughs) Angry I did Birds. Resident, I didn't. I, I beat Remember Pocket God? Does yeah, Angry Birds sucks you in. Resident that was the no. big game until Angry Birds came out, and then nobody cared about Pocket God anymore. Resident Evil 4. I played that. Man, Resident Evil 4 is great. I would pause it to go to class and then come back and just keep playing it. I beat they, it without turning off the machine. They re-released Resident Evil 6 on PS4 and Xbox One, and oh, they're going to wow. release Resident Evil 5 
like next month, and then Resident Evil 4 again, like the month after that, I think. And I'm playing 6, because I never played 6 before. I played 4 and 5, and I played through the Leon campaign, and it felt a lot like 4. Like, a lot of it was really good. 6 is not bad. 5 is, I don't like I really like 5. 5 was like when it really started to just be like a military shooter, more than like zombies. Like the series was known for, but four, I think four was just the best one. Four, one it got rid of the weird time. fixed camera that yeah, like just made the gameplay annoying. Yeah, but yeah, four I think was the best Resident Evil. Uh, well, I have a bit of personal news too. Recently, we had the Amarillo Marathon, which was to benefit and sponsored by, kind of in partnership with uh, Panhandle Cancer Cure Foundation. Nice. Which uh, I'm the president of the board of it, so we we give loans and grants and everything. Well, grants, not loans, I shouldn't say that. Uh, to <laughs> people that are going through treatment or battling cancer either here in the area or from the area. So if you're from here and you're going somewhere and you need money to pay your bills, mm-hmm. gas, we help with that. If That's you're coming awesome. here from somewhere else, we do it. Uh, I don't know how many uh, people fully participated. The last number I heard was 240. And it's 26.2 miles of marathon. We had a half marathon and a relay. And I don't know how much we raised, but it was probably over $10,000, probably north of twelve, wow. And maybe way more than that, because I don't know about donations directly. But uh, anyone that came out and participated in that and everyone that helped sponsor it, thank you guys. It was it was amazing. I'm really blown away with it. I need to get into shape. but <laughs> It was great seeing the pictures sitting, you know, sitting in my computer chair. Not wearing shoes. I'll tell you the mo- I'll tell you the moment I realized <laughs> not I was participating at all. I realized I was out of shape. I was making the hamburgers because we had big the starting rolls gun of- went off. No, we had big rolls. Of- <laughs> we had big rolls of patty, uh, beef, not in patties yet, and I was making the patties. And uh, I twisted my ankle somehow, like carrying, I think, the hundred pound across the <laughs> So I'm at the marathon, and my ankle is killing me. Like I popped tenders. I'm like I sprained my ankle. And obviously, these guys are all in the parking lot getting ready to run this marathon. I cannot limp in front of these guys. I'm carrying a cooler full of meat and flipping burgers. Not happening. So <laughs> I spent the whole day like trying to wrap my ankle in the bathroom quietly and not cry. Aww. <laughs> but it was, it was great fun, and we did it for a good cause. Yeah, that is. It's, it's awesome. So, yeah, just wanted to say thank you to everyone again. So, what's going on in Kern's life? Oh, man. Um, personally, uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, spent the week out in Cali, bought a house, uh, been up in Lake Arrowhead, uh, ate some good food, came back. And uh, that's the short version of it. And uh, other than that, uh, just getting ready for some cool stuff coming out later this year that I've been seeing all these trailers for. Yeah. There are uh, some good trailers. Yeah. Some new trailers came out just this last week. Yeah. Saw lots of stuff. There's lots of news. There's tons of things happening. Yeah. Um, you guys... Too much, in fact. Tune in next time when yeah. we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, when we get to actual nerd topics. No. One of the things that got me, because we haven't talked about hard science in a little while, mm-hmm. is uh, they talked about Stephen Hawking came out on the, on the anniversary of oh, the first, yeah. you know, Man in Space, Yuri, Gur- Yuri Gagarin, sorry, and uh, the first Columbia mission. And they're going to do this interstellar microchip. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's yeah. What they do. The technology should be there. It's a bunch of systems on a chip. They're powered by lasers initially, and then they'll have solar energy powering them the farther they go on these big cells. And they want to go interstellar with it. And so it's very interesting. It's very cool. I don't know if anyone saw it, but I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. Because uh, I'll be following that up in the future. It might be five years from now, but whenever they talk about it again, I yeah. really want to see where that goes. It looks really cool. 
It's interesting yeah. to think that we're going to be able to do that, not just in our lifetime, but probably in this decade. Yeah, whenever they said that it should be able to send pictures back to us from another galaxy in about 20 years, I was like, oh, I'll be alive still in 20 years. That's insane. <laughs> you're totally. going you're gonna to see the pictures. You're going to be like, what is... Oh, yeah. What's going to happen is <laughs> Stephen Hawking, because he'll still be alive because he's a robot, he'll announce that like... <laughs> Tomorrow we'll be getting our photos from the tiny, tiny light-propelled disc that we send into space, and then I'll die. Well, and I'll never see it. Oh no, <laughs> no. I mean, or maybe I'll appear behind a bookcase and I'll be okay. But but you you raised the there you go. <laughs> this, is, this is why it's so interesting to me because I, I didn't really want to get dark sides, but we don't know exactly how we're going to communicate the the data back and forth. Mm-hmm. Once it gets out there past a certain point, we can't use normal techniques. A lot of this is science will advance to that point when we get there. Right. So we're just kind of hoping on a lot of this that we can beat the clock. Yeah. Because it may surpass us. It may get out of range. Because Voyager did this. We don't know why it's gaining speed. We don't know why it's losing speed. We don't know how certain things affect it. Solar wind, uh, asteroid belts, gravitational fields. These things happen. We don't know. So it's really interesting to think that we might not have communication. This thing could disappear for 20 years. And then we can figure out a way to communicate with it. Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden get it back, and it could be Viger. So Viger. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking. I'm all Viger. down for ball chicks that are kind of hot. So. Right? <laughs> Let's do that. I'm all for Heck ball yeah. chicks that are kind of hot. Yeah. So that was that was my first news item. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a really cool one. I, I just, yeah, the whole idea. Is. Ball chicks are hot. It's so awesome. <laughs> I, was, I was at work, and the CBS Morning News was talking about it. And I'd never noticed this before, but like the music they choose to use to like transition to commercials is always pertinent to the topic. So like when we come back, we'll have the interview with Stephen Hawking about this new device that's going to travel to other galaxies. And then it starts playing all the small things as it was the commercial. <laughs> and I was like, was that on purpose? And that's now I've noticed clever. every time that like the music they use is usually somehow related to the story. Like there's a story about a guy in a boat and an alligator like almost attacked him and the song they played before going to commercial was Man Eater. Oh, I was hoping it was going to be And I was, like, <laughs> I was like, this is actually pretty good. Wait, 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 was it the I th- I thought, Man Eater? No. Oh. I thought you were going to say way. it was Boats and Hoes. <laughs> yeah, it could have been that. I was thing. hoping that, the, the, that the, all the small things was like Donald Trump in his hand talking. <laughs> uh, oh. Donald tiny Trump hands. won't stop talking about his tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty good, actually. What's going on, Rose? Uh, I talked about YC3. Nothing new in your life, though, other than... I think I can get Rose to, to talk a little bit. Spider-Man Homecoming. We have heard that this is the title. That's so... It's It sounds a little high school. Is what it reminds me of a little bit. I don't know. I heard at yeah. first I thought it was going to be Spectacular Spider-Man, which is like, oh, there was Amazing Spider-Man. Now there's Spectacular Spider-Man. Spider-Man Homecoming, though, I mean, it really does sound like, like, that's all I think of when I think of Homecoming is high school stuff. I think the title is a, too, a little too, like, referencing the fact that it's coming, that Spider-Man's coming back to Marvel for Marvel to do. Back home, and I'm like, I get that, but <laughs> you shouldn't go as far as to put that in the title. Yeah, it could have just. I mean, think about how, like, whenever they rebooted the Tomb Raider series most recently, they just called the new one Tomb Raider. They didn't call it Tomb Raider Homecoming. Yeah, they could have just called this one Spider Man. It's been it's long true. enough. There's been another reboot since then. P- 
people will know that it's not Tobey Maguire. They could have just called it Spider-Man if they weren't going to try to come up with a creative name. Yeah. So, like, calling it Homecoming, I'm like, why? You're adding a word that just makes it confusing. Even when watching it, like, I know that he's supposed to be younger. Uh-huh. So, part of the movie will probably be about Homecoming, which is going to make the title worse. Because so, that's what, that's, is it going to be more of, like, a PG movie? Like, is it going to be, like, more family-friendly with... I uh, assume... I'm going to say it's not going to be R-rated just because the character... Tom well, Hall yeah. The guy playing him can't be has to be able to see the movie. Then I feel like you can't start. Hey, he's twenty. He'll be twenty one by the time it comes out. I'm just saying he's young. I, his audience is obviously a young audience. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, the font is what offends me most about the whole thing. It looks like cartoony. It looks cartoony. It and it makes me think of what I keep thinking about Spider Man. Is that Spider Man should just be a Netflix series? Well, it's funny that you both say those two things because I I, I didn't mention this before, but you maybe remember it. There is talk of a Spider-Man animated movie. Yeah, I saw that on that oh. list of upcoming... Yeah. So do you think movies. this one's going to be the animated movie? No, I think this one's the real one. They're okay. gonna, they're gonna know. Yeah. I, I wish it was, because that font looks like it should be. It and I'm should, pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure Spider-Man, the man part, they had a criminal in whatever like, box the guy was on, so he just like ripped the tilt on that hard. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like the little spider circle in the homecoming thing. I don't even know why that's there. It's lame. I I already know who Spider-Man is. We've had so many Spider-Man origins recently that I don't feel like we need another one. Yeah, I don't want to watch Uncle Ben die again. There's no reason for that. And maybe this is later on and he's a senior or whatever. Maybe this... Okay, so maybe it's like homecoming, like he's gone to college for a year and it's homecoming, so. so he's coming back... To his home for the big homecoming game. Or it whatever. should all be after. Yeah. It, hopefully, it's after Civil War and it's everything's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there's also talk that Batman himself may be the villain. The who? <laughs> not not actual Batman. Michael Keaton. Oh. Michael. Oh, I was about yeah. to say, what are you talking about? I was like, about? I was like I'm all here, for buddy. this. I will totally watch Spider-Man <laughs> and Batman. <Sorry>. Batman versus <laughs> everyone is the new thing. No. Uh, no, Michael Keaton, and they're saying that he may play the. Uh, Vulture, I don't know if you know Adrian Toon. Ooh, the Vulture. He can play the Vulture. I can see that. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've he heard did he's play been... Birdman. Yes, and he's played Batman. So he's, he's good with <laughs> he knows creatures how to go like are... He knows how to go like this. Wing <laughs> creature suits, he's... I don't champ. know. You, I... It's Michael Keaton. I love the guy. So. I, love, uh, I love him, but I'm afraid that they might be going with the Osborne stuff again. I don't think so. So I, I think he uh, might be Osborne. I think they... The thing is, like, I'd be fine with that because... We didn't have an Oz, or we didn't really, we didn't have a goblin in the in the, the newest movies. one, yeah. And I like, sh- I thought you know Willem Dafoe was really good. Yeah, I did like Willem yeah. Dafoe. He was great, and then like uh, the hobgoblin one. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out there. There's actually a homecoming storyline. I'm just remembering this. I'm not a Spider-Man fan, here, guys. So somebody's gonna have to double check me. I think that Spider-Man Homecoming. It's just coming to me right now. Spider-Man Homecoming. The story arc. Was like two fifty. I want to say Spider Man two fifty. Maybe it was three fifty. I can't. I get it. no. It's two fifty. Um, is actually the symbiote storyline where the uh-huh. symbiote comes, and I think that's the homecoming storyline. I'd have to. See, that's interesting it. because there's also that um, that apparently there's going to be a Venom movie. There is, and the Venom movie isn't even going to have Spider Man or have anything to do with Spider. Hopefully, it's anti hero. Uh, yeah, it could be interesting. I'm, uh, I think that could be cool. I just read seriously. Marissa Tomei will play Aunt May. Yeah, I'm down with that. I just Who is that? Marissa Tomei. She she was in uh, 
my cousin Vinny. Um, that's it. Oh. That's it. You're thinking of Jennifer Tilly, if there's any other. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. Have we did. seen her in anything recently? She was in Seinfeld because, like, George almost dated Marissa Tomei because she likes short, fat, bald guys. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just seen she got her. I mean, is it just because of the whole, because, you know, she's more of a kind of like a Puerto Rican style. Her role was, you know, Puerto Rican Italian style. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they picked her. I thought, uh, who was it that played her in Amazing Spider-Man? Oh, boom. Spider, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What you're saying. I can't remember who. I thought the Aunt May in Amazing Spider-Man was really good. Was it Sally Field? Sally yeah, Field. that's right. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was a good Aunt May. Uh, also, it's Spider Man 252, and it is Homecoming with the black suit. Really? Yeah. So, mm. every once in a while, I have a random glimpse of like Spider Man knowledge because covers. I'm not a Spider Man fan, but it's 1984. Was the Homecoming. Comic line, 1984 comic storyline. I, I had to go look it up because I'm <laughs> yeah, not a. I'm looking I'm not at a, it right now. X Men, like X Men covers, like when they had that whole dream sequence with Logan, mm-hmm. like I knew which one it was where he's upside down on the cross, like. I see these things in my head. Covers stick with me, not... I don't remember artists really well. or writers from the old days. All right, so here's the, the synopsis of that comic, of the Homecoming oh. comic. The title of the Amazing Spider-Man number 252, Homecoming, was the comic book world's first introduction to Spider-Man's black costume. Set after Spider-Man returned to Earth after the epic Secret Wars miniseries, this storyline could tell us a lot about the eventual storyline of the, of the eventual Spider-Man Homecoming. For instance, could Spider-Man be coming home after the potentially world-altering events of Civil War? Could the black suit make an appearance for the first time since Spider-Man 3? And could it be done right this time? Those are all decent questions. Yes, this yes. is also that would be this, is, this is from ScreenRant.com. Like, yeah, it would be interesting if, like like you said, uh, apparently Spider-Man's story in Civil War is actually going to be about half an hour. It'd yeah. be interesting if that was really like the first real story we get from him that continues in his solo movie. Yeah. And concludes somehow. So, like, I don't know, that'd be really cool. Yeah. I, I, think, I think they could do it well. Like, I've, like I said, I've heard reviews that this is the best movie Spider-Man see, they've seen. We should have done, like, that's the thing. Like, if y'all, if y'all wanted to see me freaking out reaction video to a trailer, it should have been that first Civil War trailer with that <laughs> show Spider-Man, Spider-Man at the end. Because I was freaking out. <laughs> I, w- I, was, I was making I was some just, screamy, squealy yeah. noises. And all my coworkers were like, what's wrong with I was, you? I was just so sure that after Batman v Superman showed, like, almost the entire movie in trailers, that they were going to save Spider-Man for the movie and weren't going to have him in trailers. But just that little bit. Yeah, oh. just that little but, bit. I mean, you were saying that I mentioned it. I think that was actually off air, so I'll go ahead and mention it now. We've heard that Spider-Man's in the movie, Civil War, for about 30 minutes. That's mm-hmm. the rumor. Yeah, yeah. So that may be why they gave him away, because he's going to be a pretty big part. He's not just a cameo. He's not just going to be... Well, but we already knew he was going to be in there, so him being in the trailer isn't So like, it doesn't give it really... away. Right, right, right. But I think it was like, enough, it was just perfect enough to give us that little bit of, of like, like, I don't know, it's like giving you, taste. giving you a little tiny bit of Spider-Man heroin, and then you have to go back for more. <laughs> Spider-Man. Would you like more heroin? <laughs> go to theaters May 10th. <laughs> uh-huh. Soon. It's so soon. It's Very coming. Soon. It's coming. I cannot so wait. Um, I know what you can wait for. The Men in Black oh Jump Street. <laughs> She looks so excited. Hey, hey Chris, uh, would, you, oh, would you like to see a Men in Black 21 Jump oh, Street crossover? Here's the thing. Why? At the end of 22 Jump Street, 
They, yes. they did this thing where they went through the all of the sequels. They did like a montage of like 23 Jump Street through like, I don't know, maybe 49 Jump Street. And it was like they went to space. They were like infiltrating a medical farm school, and medical was, school. There were so many different things. And it seemed like at the time that they were doing this sort of like, I think they were doing it to sort of test the waters to see like if anybody honed in on one that was like, oh, it'd be really funny if they actually did this or did that. And then back whenever the emails, the Sony emails got leaked, uh-huh. like I think that was like October 2014 now. Whenever people found out, like, oh, it looks like there might be some kind of deal with Spider-Man going over to Marvel again, and then him getting licensed over, and it looks like there's going to be a Jump Street Men in Black crossover, and everybody was like, it was so unbelievable at the time, people thought that the entire email leak was fake, just because that just one because thing. Just, thing just because of that one thing. Just because of that one thing. As well, it should be ridiculous. Yeah. And now, like, they confirmed it. Like, there's a logo that says MIB23. Uh-huh. And it's one of those things... I miss real crossover movies. Because you can kind of say that the Avengers is a crossover. Because, like, it has the Iron Man, Thor. Like, they're all coming together. Yeah, yeah. But they, like, already existed in the same universe. The idea that... You know, you look at really old comedies. Like, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Like, there hasn't been real crossovers like that in a long time. So... The idea, and in my head, like, I know exactly how this would work out that it'd be really funny, is if, you know, they tell them to go to 23 Jump Street, and when they get, like, and they take the wrong directions and get lost or something, and they go to, like, a different 23 Jump Street, and it's the same building from the other Men in Black movies, (laughs) and they just walk in, and they're like, what are you doing here? And they're like, uh, we were assigned to come here. So, like, they completely go in on accident. And go through like the same training that Will Smith did, and they end up like joining the Men in Black. And then whenever they go back and report to um, Ice Cube, Ice Cube, they're like, "Oh, what do you mean we went to the wrong place? Like we found out about aliens and all this other stuff." <laughs> I would like, actually pay. I would actually pay to see Agent J be in charge of the Men in Black. Oh yeah, and have to deal with Ice Cube because it's interagency. <laughs> That, oh, that sells me on it. Anyway, the so looks we're getting weird. over here. Yeah, oh, it's so weird. But like, it's, so when you when you mention Abbott and Costello and Frankenstein, and then I just kind of I, I, I kind of think of the, yeah, the, <laughs> you know you have you have uh, you have the actor and he was always hey, bad, bad, hey, bad, bad. that's kind of the what I think about when that's all it wants to run through my head when I think about. Jump Street and Men in Black. It's just, bah, 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 bah. it just, just, it just seems idiotic, you know. It just, <laughs> it's like if so. It, what it reminds me of is if, um, if the cast, if the story of Bridesmaids, y'all seen, have y'all seen yeah. the movie Bridesmaids? Mm-hmm. If that is the backstory for Ghostbusters that's coming out, like that's what it makes me think of. It's like. Stuff, something that has absolutely nothing to do with this one thing, suddenly getting forced in like a square peg into a round tube. The, the reason it seems like it would work to me is because the Jump Street movies seem to just take place in the real world. Weird stuff happens to them, but nothing like sci-fi happens to them. But like the whole thing in the Men in Black movies is that to everyone else, the world is just the way That's it is right. to us. Only the men in black know about the aliens and they like shield that truth from everybody else. So the idea that characters 
So, the, so these guys like, accidentally become like legendary space superheroes. Yeah, so the sure. same way Will Smith did. Well, we already saw that movie. That's called Laser Tag. Or Laser Team. Laser Team. <laughs> yeah, but this is different. I mean, Laser for me, tag. it boils down to this. I want to see, like, Tatum and Tanning. Oh, I got it. Tatum and Channing. Tatum and Channing. Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum. Yeah. I would love, I'd love to see them in Men in Black. But, but I'd want to see them as their characters from Jump Street. So, but they could have just they could have just re no, like done would, a reboot it, it, of Men in Black with those two. As but the that's main what I'm actors. saying. But I would want them to be those yeah, characters. Yeah, you want them to be those characters if they would be the team. Just like I how want them to be there's um, yeah, like there's been movies with Will Ferrell and John C. Riley since yeah. Step Brothers, but since they weren't Step Brothers, the movies didn't do as well because people wanted to see another Step Brothers. That's why they're making Step Brothers two now because they're like, oh. The movies with both of them do really well when it's Step Brothers. So they're making that's why they're making a sequel. I don't know, man. It's uh, just weird. It'll probably be Ricky funny, Bobby but it's really just well. weird. Here's the thing. You know what would actually make more sense? If there was a crossover with Men in Black and like Fast and the Furious. Because they live in like a very like <laughs> Like what, there's no what are way. you, Ben? You really have been up <laughs> no, for a very long time, aren't you? So I'm against that one. <laughs> no, you could think about in this, it. in this, in this case, like I kind of agree with you because in this case, if anything that's real world could be thrown into the Men in Black universe, yeah. I mean, that's no, no, no. no, but not even that. It'd be so funny because like the driving skills in Fast and Furious are like ridiculous, like unbelievable, ridiculous, over the top, and that's the point of those movies. So what if they explained it, saying that like. Some of those characters are aliens, no. and that's why they have those reflexes. Oh it's my God. too serious. <laughs> if I wanted to see, if I wanted to see a Fast and the Furious crossover, it's Mission Impossible. Mm. I want to see, I want to see Mission Impossible and Men in Black. I thought well, that wasn't that Fast and Furious Six. So it was practically Mission Impossible. They're all Mission Impossible at this point. But I mean, they're better. They're, they're parachuting out of airplanes they're in their cars. Better. I love Seven. Yeah. So you I know, can't. I mean. Anyway. We could talk. All, we could talk all day about crossovers. About Chris wants to happen. Well, yeah. you know what? I think that's a great idea for an about episode. crossovers that should never I want, happen. I want Disney to buy DC so we can get DC Marvel properties. Uh-huh. Get DC, get a DC versus Marvel fighting game. Get a DC Marvel Lego game. Is Capcom get involved a movie in these still? called like Superman versus Captain America? Amalgam the universe. Yeah, make an amalgam thing again. Um, Just be friends. Why can't we all be friends? I don't. I, Okay, we're gonna calm. <laughs> we're gonna calm down real quick. Okay. So I'm gonna give you guys some good news that I, I I've heard. Instead of Chris's uh, made up news. No, San Diego Comic Con has said they're gonna start streaming some of their panels. Oh yeah, I saw that. So some of the Hall H stuff, I think I don't remember everything from the release. So now but I only have some, one reason to go to California. Some of them, yeah. No, as opposed uh-huh. to two. <laughs> well, I mean, they've always posted those panels on YouTube. I don't and they they're usually relatively uh soon after the panel happens. But right. when you talk about Hall H, being able to watch it live, that might be kind of cool because um I could be technically sitting at lunch or whatever. I could actually be at Comic-Con and maybe even in a in a line for another panel that realistically I could get into within a few minutes as opposed to 8 to 12 hours of my life. Because the Hall H panel line is just ridiculously long. You're going to spend all day long trying to get into Hall H. And the bad thing about Hall H is they don't clear it out after each panel. 
So campers. Yeah, yeah you get somebody that gets in there on the first panel. They camp out all day long because they want to see The Walking Dead at 8 p.m. that night. They really don't clear out panels. No, in between shows. Not that seems not like an amateur thing. Like, like even even well, at Acon, they, they do that. It would yeah. probably be impossibly hard though. There's like seven thousand people. Yeah. Over, yeah, I mean, you think about how they try to pack those panels with like just back to back awesome. Well, that's the thing though. You like. That's why you have an entrance and an exit door. Like, nobody can come in the exit door until everyone's pushed out. And as soon as everyone's out, start filling them in from the other line. That's how they do it at every Every other convention I've been to, to yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just think it's cool that they're going to stream it. Because then yeah. I don't have to go. Yep. Yeah. I always watch all the Hall... Anything that's been in Hall H that I've ever been interested in, I've always watched on YouTube. But yeah, like right. I said, it would be cool to watch well, it live. It'd be cool if they did something more like what BlizzCon does. They have They let you buy a virtual ticket. So you can watch in real time when these things are, because they record them live, and you can watch them stream live as it's going. You just don't have to go there and be there. And it's like 40 bucks instead of 120 yeah. bucks. And you get like digital stuff for your games yeah, too, you so you like, don't feel like you're just paying to watch stuff. Yeah, and speaking, yeah. Speak, not trying to get too far off topic, but Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con sold out this year all four days, including preview night, in less than one hour. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, that happens I mean, with BlizzCon too. It was insane. Like, there's a con culture. Like, this is another idea for an episode. I really don't like going to cons, and that sounds really weird. I like going to small cons because I go mostly to buy stuff and meet people. I really don't care about the panels or the guests if they're lines and getting autographs and photographs and stuff because they've become so mainstream. That sounds really nerdy and hipstery. It does, but uh, you know, it's just this thing of. People judge you by, well, have you gone to Comic-Con? I'm like, no, I didn't. I well, San Diego Comic-Con has very little to do with actual comics anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but not you just know. that. I'm just saying, as your credit in the nerd community, there are people, that, these, the people that think they're the gatekeepers are always like, how many times have you been to Comic-Con? I'm like, never. Because it's a waste of time. Yeah, I'm, why am I going over there? So I can, what? Well, then you won't get to meet the cast of Firefly. Oh, I'll cry about it. I can I mean, do that at Dallas Comic Con here. Well, I mean, there's tons of cons. Like, how many cons have you been to? That's my question. Like, do you go to cons? How many comics did you read last month? I don't ask these questions. Yeah. yeah. If someone tells me they like Black Widow, I'm like, that's great. You don't tell me what your favorite run is. Obviously, it was last year's Noto and Edmondson. But, you know. Right. You could be you could be a Black Widow fan <laughs> even if you've just seen the Avengers movies. Yeah, I don't hate on people. The only time like, I get mad is when people are like, well, you know, I think the superior Peter Parker Spider-Man is. I'm like, do you? Um, I have no real input, but if you're going to go there, I'll ask you questions about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, that's an interesting thing. The last two, three news things, well, I'll just shoot them out and you guys can pick them apart because I'm, I'm the one holding the, the news here in my hand, guys. That's yes, why I'm the talking handy, so much. We call it Desmond's Handy News. Uh, handy News. The Star Trek no, Now we do. <laughs> now we, had, we do. We should have had an intro for the, that. This is the power glove. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> Did you watch the you Power Glove before away. the podcast? <laughs> Star Trek TV show that we've been hearing about was coming and going to happen yes. is going to be set in the original timeline, not the Abrams timeline. And it will happen, it will it'll take place before the next generation. But it will not be uh, original Enterprise. Right, it'll, it'll be in between, it seems like. It'll be, it, 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 it's it not going to be, be Kirk. It's not going to be Kirk and Spock and them. Post-Kirk. I doubt we're going to have a third iteration of those. I think it's yes. going to be either an Enterprise C type of deal. Yes. Or just... I hope have, so. Have, it's, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Phase 2. Yes. Phase 2. I think it's going to be based a lot around that. I know they used a lot of those ideas and sets for 
the next generation, but it'll probably be something like that. So I uh, heard that. The other thing is that Charlie Cox, who plays Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, mm-hmm. on Netflix has said that Defenders will be shooting this year. Sweet. So we're going to get all of that together. We don't know exactly who's in it, but probably everyone that has a TV show. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm about to. I think it's like Jessica Jones, Daredevil, uh, Luke Fist, Cage, yeah. Iron, yeah. Yeah, Iron yeah. Fist. Tiger Woods. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. not, maybe not Tiger Woods, but the, <laughs> I'm I'm hopeful maybe that we'll still get Moon Knight. Who? Yeah. Moon Knight. I don't think I've ever heard of him. So okay. Uh, well, Moon Knight one is a comic that just came out this week. Anyway, he's a guy who gets power from an Egyptian god, Ooh. but he might just be crazy. He's kind of like Batman, or he's crazy. Or yeah, he's crazy. he, he, he or, either he really has powers, powers or it's all in his head. This is that's really how it works. That's mm. hilarious. He's kind of like Azrael in that regard. DC also. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to marathon watch uh, season two of Daredevil. I've been behind, so. So um. I'm anyway. still behind. And the last one I have is Wolverine three will be set in the future, and we don't know if that's our future or if that's in movie future. Is Jackman going to be like Jackman going to yes, be the Wolverine? Yeah. Supposedly his last one. Because oh. here's what I don't get about the X Men timeline: where they are in Apocalypse, is that in the past? Yes, it's supposed to be the eighties, I think. Okay, okay. This is my understanding. Yeah, like because, like, there was yeah. Days of Future Past, and it's like, okay, well, some of that happened present. So and where some are of that we happened now? Past, <laughs> and this movie happens after that movie. So does that mean it happens after the past of that movie or after the present of that movie? It's and it looks past, like it's the past future, just because perfect. Storm's yeah. younger. Because they have, they have little baby Jean Grey and Scott and Storm's Storm younger, yeah. younger. Yeah, yeah. They're all there. So, yeah, I think it takes place... In the after the past of the, in the timeline of the past, I think the Frasier timeline of the future. There's with, no Frasier. I think the timeline. I think they said the timeline of the future that has like um, Patrick Stewart, Xavier, and all of them is done. There's going to be no more of that one. Well, I, I I'm interested to see if it is in the Wolverine. Like I would kind of yeah. want it to be, but I have my own thing. Did you guys ever read uh, Old Man Logan no. storyline? I knew that that's the one that they're supposedly basing the third one it's on. It's kind of hard because you don't have they don't have the rights to Hulk. Mm. Fox doesn't, and he plays a big part in that. Mm. But there's talk about Omega Red showing up, which would be kind of cool. And could, he could take his part as a fan. I think that would be an easy deal. It wouldn't be right, but it would work. I just wish licensing wasn't so muddy. I wish they could just say, can uh, we use the Hulk? And they'd go, sure. Just think, give us X percent of your mo- movie, and you they go. Do you think they could change okay. a letter and get away the bulk? With <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the bulk and show up, the and they're sulk. the bad guy. Or maybe with oh, maybe with two L's, L's in it. Hulk. Sulk. Yeah, Hulk or Lulk. So does any of that? Uh, <laughs> does any of that excite you guys? Well, uh, no. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think the first Wolverine movie was pretty okay. Ugh. There was a lot wrong with it, but like Sabretooth <laughs> and their fights, they were really the badass. The stuff with oh, Leif Schreiber was amazing. I've been yeah. praying that they would... He's he, like, uh, what's his name? The, uh, Ryan Reynolds in Daredevil. I'm like, can we bring him back? Yeah, yeah. like he was perfect for Yeah, that. we could bring can bring Leif Schreiber back. back and I, think, I don't think anyone would complain. Because no. I'm pretty my, sure yeah. everybody loved Leif Schreiber. My favorite part of the first Wolverine movie was the way that they explained why Wolverine was, wasn't with Xavier at the beginning of the first X-Men movie. And it's because whenever they all ran out of the building, they all went to the right to get on the ship. Wolverine runs up, looks both ways, and goes to the left. I was like, that's it? That's why he didn't know about this? But that, that's totally fitting. 
That's pretty great. Though. I like that montage where it shows them go through the wars. Oh uh, no, that's the thing. That's what I'm kind of hoping we see some of in Wonder Woman is some sort of montage of like how long she's been on that, Earth. That picture is yeah. going to be in the film. I yeah. Think. Oh yeah. Yeah. That exact scene is going to like be right before some kind of fight or something. But or I really maybe hope after, we see yeah the aftermath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I really hope that we see her kind of go through time so you get because we already know that she's been around for a hundred years but i want like a sense of she's been around for thousands of years maybe you know what i mean i, I still want to know what her cool. sword's made out of adamantium I think, all, I think all those questions will be answered Hopefully. okay i have a question oh that i already asked you guys in the chat but i'm going to ask on the podcast to see if maybe somebody will respond on twitter or facebook or email we have an email somewhere Get your keyboards ready. Can Superman destroy kryptonite with his heat vision from like far enough away where the kryptonite isn't like, you know, affecting him, affecting him at all? I'm going to say no. But why? Are you, I'm going to say gonna, because it's still a power it, of Krypton. Well, no, but yeah, but like it's hurting his powers. But like once the heat vision leaves his eyes, it's not like Kryptonian I, I, heat. I think, I, think, I think kryptonite is immune to everything Superman I'm going to go with Kern on this. I mean, I don't think there's an answer for the in-movie universe. I think it, A, either is going to have some sort of field effect where Superman's powers can't harm it in mm. a certain... Like, it just won't reach it. Or it's indestructible, too, kind of. I mean, it survived the death well, of the I don't know that it's indestructible because, I mean, in the movie... Well, I, mean, they I was going to say Batman it. ground it down to dust to use for grenades. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how he made that. I mean, I don't know. You're right. It'd be interesting to to have this question asked to like you know somebody who's actually yeah, like a writer. You could ask Zack Snyder. Well, yeah, but there's also probably like people that are more knowledgeable than us about Superman that yeah. might really know. I mean, the comics wise, it's going to be totally different from the movie though. That's yeah. The, well, no, that's the thing. I just want to. I, it doesn't matter what universe you give me the answer in. It'd just be interesting if there was some universe where it's. Like, I could oh, yeah, totally see him being able to yeah, do that. Yeah, I'm going to say yes because he's. He's done stuff like that in the past. Because I'm just imagining like Superman hurling a kryptonite spear at Superman and Superman Superman's like, just, just gone. And then Batman's just like, ah, oh, crap. Like, that was all I had. Because, uh, you know, he uh, he shaves. I know this one. He shaves with his heat vision by using a mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I wish, he we, I wish we could see that. Yeah, I think there's one panel of it that I've ever seen. <laughs> but he, he shaves by taking a mirror and he uses his heat vision to cut his hair. <laughs> Because it's Kryptonian here. You can't just cut Superman's here. That's pretty That's great. pretty funny, actually. Right. I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah, that was a big question on Twitter one time. So does he cut his hair that way, too? Yeah. He or does his hair does not, not grow? No, that's what he does. <laughs> he does all yeah, he doesn't go to a barber. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. <laughs> this is just break. This, like, yeah. Hey, what I have heck? a question I also oh, asked you guys. Oh, I'm Superman. In, in, in the group chat. Did you guys see that Rogue One trailer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah. there was a Rogue One trailer. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Yeah, um, really... It's interesting just because it looks like what I was expecting it to be. It's focusing on this group, and it seems like this girl is sort of like the leader of this group that they're going to send. And I almost got the feeling that it's sort of like a Suicide Squad situation, where it's like they're rounding up like a group of not so good people to do this. Because like she was like, like arrested or rebels, something. maybe. No. no, it's the rebe- it's the rebels making the movie. Oh, yeah, okay. but she's a rebel. She says it in there. Yeah, she's like, I thought this was a rebellion. Like that, that's like everybody's favorite line from the trailer. Some people are saying it's too heavy-handed. To those people, I say. <laughs> <laughs> to those people, I Boom. say. Boom. Edit. Yeah. 
Boom. Boom. Edit. edit. Like, no. <laughs> if I had the time, I'd replace the <laughs> with like the Some sort sonic of ring sound the, the, when you get the ring knocked out of him. Darkwing Duck. Yeah, Darkwing Duck. That's what I want. Whenever I swear, it's Darkwing Duck. Yeah, that looks. That movie looks pretty cool. It yeah. looks badass. I'm really excited for it. I think. And we already know how it ends. Well, no, we don't. Yeah, it's Princess Leia putting the plans in R2-D2. No, no, no. That's, that's how it's got to end. the plans, though. Like, the movie should just... I mean, it could end with that. But, yeah, like, the movie... Yeah. I think it's got to end like that. Well, no, that's the thing, though. We don't know what's going to happen to these people. Because, like, we don't... Like, a lot of these people, we don't see in any of the 4, 5, and 6. So, you yeah. think that... Do you think there could so, be, like, a Rogue One mission that fails? And then we get a Rogue Two? No, no, no. I think they're going to get it. But I think okay. they might die getting it to Leia somehow. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Well, we or maybe don't care it'll about be them. like a droid. Like some droid get, is the only one the that got away with it. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I know that uh, one, my friend, one of my friends was slightly disappointed with it because they were more looking forward to like uh, some sort of like team movie where it's like, you know, you got like a, a like a group of X-Wing fighters that are doing like things like in a team and stuff like, like a that. heist kind of movie? Not maybe. Well, it is going to be a team. Like we just didn't yeah, really see that, that in the trailer. I think we will see more team stuff. Yeah, because that very first screenshot was like the team, and it had her, and it had uh, who's that dude from Firefly? Yep, that's in it. Oh, the, yeah. He was the pirate in Dodgeball. That's like all I know him from. <laughs> oh, Alan Turk. Yeah. Alan Turk. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of the guys on the team, and then like we saw. Um, uh, Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. His, co- say, his costume looked really cool. Can I just say that he's the one that sold me on the movie? Because oh, yeah. for, you can always tell if a movie's good or bad judging on the Forrest Whitaker performance in it. <laughs> like, if he just looks like he's there for a paycheck, movie's done because he's just fucking. Mm. But if that man decides he wants to carry a film, yeah. that film will win an Oscar. Because <laughs> he's, he's just a great actor. I mean, it is. And that, that voiceover, and that made me super happy. And then, uh, we have Mr. Yin himself in there yeah. showing up. And I was like, oh, that means we're going to get some martial arts. Donnie Yin's going to kick somebody in the face. And I like his style of martial arts. It's very it's very traditional. It's very snappy. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be Jackie Chan. It's not going to be Tony Jaw. Well, it can't be either. I mean, it, it doesn't need to be. It needs to be something like what we saw when Darth Maul fought um, Obi-Wan and uh, Qui-Gon. It had some martial art feel to it. But it was also it was it was not just straight up like samurai sword fighting style or anything like that. Well, they're mm-hmm. not, they're, I don't think they're going to have lightsaber battles. I think he's going to be like the guy that like drops in a room of stormtroopers with guns. Right. He has nothing. Right. He walks out. Yeah. And but I totally okay. but I would be disappointed if I saw a bunch of like just straight up like a keto you know Steven Seagal type stuff mm-hmm. or something like that. I, yeah. I like I like the idea of having like a martial art in there. But but adapting it where it becomes almost like unique to the film, you know, unique to the story. You know, it's space. You know, they're not in the. You know, they're not in the Orient. They're not in. You know, Thailand learning. You know, Thai boxing or no, jujitsu I mean, or anything like that. You never know what he come from. He may come from a line of like maybe maybe he came maybe it. he came from Asia. Yeah, some sort of planet where they that's what they do. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Forrest Whitaker's costumes look very very convincingly badass. One thing I'm wondering about, and I'm not really worried about it, because like, they, they could just leave it out of the movie completely, but like a lot of people think Darth Vader's sort of a given, like he has to be in the movie. But I feel like if Vader's in it, then Tarkin has to be in it. 
I don't know. I, I have like, a feeling though. I have a. I would love for Vader to be in it, and I would love to see some cool shit about Vader. We've talked about this numerous times, but I just really have a feeling. I don't think he. I think he is going to be in it, but I don't think he's going to be at it in it at the capacity that I would love to see him. See, at. that's my feeling. Yeah, he's kinda... just going to be in it a little. Bit. And if that and if that happens, I'm going to start kidnapping Disney characters until I get a Darth Vader movie. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm with you, Kurt. I, I don't know that I'll drive the van. We're you you for, will drop the fan. That's, that's legal, for, that's you'll, you'll, you'll be dipping the 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 core form. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're looking for replacements for Kern and Desmond on the podcast because they're going to be dead in a year. Now we no, can we'll podcast in prison. Or is, I don't want to see this meticulous Darth Vader again. Like he's already very plotting, and it, if you make a Darth Vader that's badass, like you brought up the Ninth Assassin one time, right? And Kern, you collect the comic books, and if anyone's read Vader down, there's also. We know he's smart enough to do these things, and he's plotting, and he can figure things out, and he had Starkiller behind uh, the Emperor's back and stuff. That's all great. But let's see him wreck shop. Like, he walks in there, and the Rebels are like, you're surrounded, Vader, give up. And he just throws a landing craft at them, and then goes, bring it. Like, that's his, <laughs> that's his opening salvo. Even if he's in the movie just that much, where they're like, he's getting away, and he right. like, throws a TIE fighter at them, and it cuts. I'm happy with that. Like, Vader escaped. Those lines make me happy. Because mm-hmm. then it shows that the fights with Obi-Wan and Luke, he's holding back. He's not just going in for the kill and he could crush right. them easily. Mm-hmm. That's how you build onto this. You're making a movie that takes place. It's a prequel. So it has to right. enhance. Well, Star I think, Wars prequels have already degraded things enough. Yeah, and I think the timeline, I mean, and I'm not, I might be wrong, but I don't think we're talking like, you know, 40 years between, you know, episode three and episode four. I think we're talking like probably a time frame of two to three years before at max before episode four, you know, when we start talking about rogue one, because I mean, they're getting the plans to this, this, you know, death star that we know gets destroyed because they know it's going to be a weapon. And so, you know, obviously this is already in the process in the, in the trailer, we see most of it assembled, you know? And uh, so, you know, it has to be like real close to that, that time frame of right before episode four. So we're, yeah. we're not going to see, I, I think like Desmond said, we could see a Darth Vader that, that might launch a TIE fighter at somebody, but I don't think we're going to see like the Vader that I would love to see, like a young agile Vader. Right. That's, you know, I think he's going to be older. He's still going to be, you know, badass. I think if he's in there and he does right. do something like that, but I, I don't think it's going to be like what I'd really love to see. I did hear some rumors that uh, Hayden Christensen was coming back. I, what I heard was that they had asked him to uh, actually be in episode seven. I guess it's in the bonus features, the Blu-ray. I haven't gotten around to watching them hmm. yet, but they originally wrote a part for him to be a Force ghost to talk to Kylo. Yes. Oh yeah, and that's right. he didn't want to do it, and then they decided it was a bad idea for him to be in it anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, that probably more than likely the number one reason is just because fans have sort of a meh opinion about well, him. Well, and if he said no to that one, he probably would say no to any others. Yeah. Is what I'm guessing. Yeah. What'd be cool what'd be really cool though is if they if they used him just for the guy in the suit <laughs> and just didn't tell anybody. Because be like I remember hilarious. him talking about how he had to beg to be the guy actually in the suit because he was too short to be in the suit. And they let him like stand up on a platform to make him look taller so that he could actually be in the suit. Because originally they were gonna have somebody else be in the suit and he wasn't ever gonna get to wear it. He's like, please, please let me wear the suit. So, like, if they told him, hey, in Rogue One, we're going to have you wear the suit for all the scenes, but we're not going to credit you, he'd probably be like, 
Okay, I can do that. <laughs> I, I hate to dash your dreams, Chris, but uh-huh. there are strong rumors uh-huh. in the fact that everyone but Disney has said yes, that Spencer Wilding, who you will know as the tape guard from Guardians of the Galaxy, who's the big blue guard that stole Star-Lord's headphones, Mm-mm. is going to be playing Darth Vader. In this universe, well, I'm just and saying. The, I didn't actually think he was gonna do it. I'm just uh, saying. I no, it would I'm just be saying. Cool. Like that's that'd be that's, pretty funny. That's that's apparently the guy they're getting to play him. There's also been smaller rumors that have been longer that Sheamus, a wrestler from the WWE, who's a very massive man, would be playing him. But it seems that this guy has been cast. He's met with them mm-hmm. and mm. supposedly is going to be filming something probably for Rogue One, but we don't um. know. One of the other things, uh, you're talking about the timing and how it's probably closer to four than it is to three. Right. The big thing that I keep thinking about is like in three, I think in two also, I can't really remember. Like we saw that they already had the Death Star plans. Mm -hmm. And even though we saw in the Rogue One trailer that it was like mostly built, think about how quickly they built the second one in the original trilogy. Like they destroyed one and then we saw that like, the next one was like well, and we when we assume that no, no, they no, started construction. Already constru- yeah, yeah. right. But we don't know that construction wasn't already started. They could have built them simultaneously. That's what or, I'm saying. Or, like like they the, may have been the, building two. Yeah, it might. Yeah. Have, but they might have been building that first Death Star during Episode Three, and we didn't see it too. Yeah, like that's completely possible. Well, they had the plans. Oh, sure. the plans yeah, they had the plans already. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if they already had the plans, they could have been building it. So I'm saying like just because we saw how much of it is pretty much done in Rogue One. That doesn't that isn't really a good indication of when it takes place right, between three exactly. and four. A lot of people are assuming it's four because at the beginning of four she has the plans. Yeah. We don't know how long it took. Like for all we know, Rogue One is a movie that takes place over several years. Yeah, and I could see where there's um some you know, I don't know if you want to say flashbacks or whatever, where maybe they do go back to shortly after episode three and touch base on some things and then jump jump ahead you mm-hmm. know so i mean that's very possible because i think it'd be i think it'd be interesting if like this wasn't the first group they sent to try to get the plans yeah i think too. that's a given because like because the fact that they're using people that are aren't really desirables like they're not even military they're just like hey uh we caught you doing this and to make up for it we're gonna make you go do go on this like suicide uh Almost squad said squad mission. on this like suicide mission to get these plans that we need, and she's just kind of like like she's not into it. But I guess like well, if I have to do it for my freedom, like that kind of thing, it'd just be interesting if like they kind of gave us like a history of like other teams that had tried and like Darth Vader just took them all out. That that, that would, would be that would cool. be very awesome. I think that would make everyone happy. Yeah, Chris used to start writing the backup script in case it fails. Well, I'm taking a composition class at college, and I'm I've got to say. I'm pretty bad at writing. Well, there you go. <laughs> I had to write an essay on the difference between a quotation and a paraphrase. I saw that. I wanted to shoot myself in the face. But you didn't, so you won. I didn't. You won it why? I got a 98. Woo-hoo! Uh, did, Woo! anyone, did anyone have a problem with, with uh, the character being a female? No. No, no because I, we're not sexist idiots. <laughs> no, here's the, here's I the, did have a problem with the... Women on Ghostbusters, though, being female. I so just, that's why I won't watch Ghostbusters. I, I, watched, I watched that trailer. Both trailers, turned your trailer, the Ghostbusters trailer. I really... It didn't even occur to me to, no, to, to that's dwell the thing. on the fact yeah. that she was a woman. I, just, I was like, yeah, at the end of the trailer, or boo, woman. I was just like, that looks badass. Yeah. It's at just the a end character. of the trailer, my thought was, that looks cool. 
I get to see ATATs again. Yes. That's awesome. Badass come out. Can't wait. And Ghost Dog has the That's force. That's it. I'm down. And then, like, get on Facebook, trending topic. Fans upset that female is lead. And I'm like, what? Who? Who are these people? <laughs> they're they're, the, they're the, those nasty YouTubers. Yeah. Because, like, I, I saw the trailer. I was like, that looks awesome. I looked at the first comments. Like, great. Another Mary Sue character to ruin Star Wars. And I was it's like, like, do you know what a Mary Sue is? Because... <laughs> Obviously, you don't. Yeah, if you're using it. From what we can that, tell, that, that. all she knows is this is a rebellion. Like, and I rebel. Yeah. You can't even tell that just because it's a female, it's automatically yeah. that's that's being now, sexist. What I another thing that I didn't think at all that people did bring up was they're like maybe she's Ray's mom. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I was about to say. And that. I was like, you're only thinking that because it's also a white chick. Uh, <laughs> like, right. Daisy, Daisy really just pretty said what you just said, Rose. She said just because we both have brown hair doesn't mean she's my mom. <laughs> yeah. Like, but what if it is? Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, no, they're they never know. They look not. pretty similar. They do. Well, so does the chick that played Mamakma and then plays Mamakma now. Well, it's two different women. I don't think that's her real mom, though. Yeah. So True. I, I, just, I don't think... There's been a lot of talk about this because we had some discussion behind the scenes. People out in Radio Land. Um, behind a, the scenes. There was a comment. <laughs> well, there was a comment AKA by J.J. Abrams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That well, Ray's mom, her parents were not in episode so 7. seven. Which he has said, recanted. And then later... Freaking bastard. Here's the thing. J.J. Abrams, you can't trust what he says anyway. So yeah, when he says when he says that her parents aren't in seven, you can go, if you say so, I don't believe you. Khan was in then, his Star Trek. Yeah, just like Khan wasn't in Star Trek Into Darkness. Then <laughs> he comes back and says, what I meant was that Ray does, doesn't discover them. And my first thought was, yeah, we know she didn't discover them. Like, there wasn't like, a part... And that's what makes That's me a matter think, of perspective. That was the whole yeah. point of, like, why we're wondering who they are. That's what makes me think that Disney it. grabbed him and go, you shut up, you shut up right yeah. now. But either way... <laughs> or we have to send Goofy yeah. in after you, because, you know that. So we send Goofy in. Yeah. <laughs> the Goose Squad. Oh, oh. So, all of that was completely moot, because it's like, well, it's someone somewhere still. That's the end. Like, who... Who knows? Yeah. No, I think he got in some trouble for that, is what I what I think. Another thing is, he's a big Star Wars fan. I would love to see him come out with a quote in 2020 that's like, from a certain point of view, what I told you yeah. was true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like... Um, it sounded like a Trump view. statement. I misspoke. No, no, it's the only one. It's like, what I told you was true. <laughs> yeah. From a certain point Or just about point. Any, any politician, actually. In this universe. Well, I'm just waiting Who for Who are you. they? We will find out. The thing that got me with J.J. Abrams is the parents thing. He's like, I said parents with an S. Well, it was Luca. And he runs off and I'm like, you're a jackass, J.J. <laughs> Only one parent was in the movie. Yeah. I'm J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Jeez. That's how he sounds. My Cloverfield That's my J.J. Abrams impression. I'm J.J. Abrams. Ah. Uh-oh, he sounds ancient. He sounds like one of the bad guys in a Scooby-Doo film. <laughs> I would have gotten away, away with it, too, I, if it wasn't for you damn kids. You did sound like the minor 49er in particular. That's, <laughs> right. that's one of my favorite episodes of Scooby-Doo, but yeah. that one did. So, um, I watched the Blu-ray with my dad. What Blu-ray is this? Of Force Awakens. Because <laughs> oh. he kept wanting to see it in theaters, but then he had cataract surgery, and then he couldn't watch anything for a while, and then he had to get new glasses, and... <laughs> then it came out on Blu-ray, so we watched it on Blu-ray, and I don't know why, like, with my dad, I had this thought the entire movie that I was like, does he know what's happening? Can he understand what's happening right now? It's too much Does he him. know who that is? He like, had cataract surgery. He doesn't have Alzheimer's. But, and he did this thing where he goes, 
And this is what blows my mind, because when I watched the movie, not once until after the first time I watched it did I think that it was, you know, similar or like a remake of 4, like so many people said. Maybe 20 or 30 minutes in, my dad goes, oh, this is the same story as the first one. And I go, oh, really? And he goes, he goes yeah, so far everything's happening exactly the same. And then he's like, now this is going to happen. So then like he just kept predicting things. And he, and he goes, they're going to go destroy the Death Star now. And I go, what Death Star? He goes, there'll be a Death Star. And then there was the Star the Killer base. And I was like, <laughs> You're like, <"Okay."> David. <laughs> And then he went like this, like whenever they start like putting the bombs down. And he put his hand on the side of his head and he goes, are they going to kill Han Solo? And I go, why would you say that? And he goes, well, Obi-Wan died in the old one. <laughs> so now Han Solo's going to die, right? And I was like, shut up and watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. no! So he just predicted the whole thing. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? It runs in your family because I don't <laughs> want to jump ship here. But the Doctor Strange trailer came out. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we can, yeah. We can we jump. We can jump. We need to jump. We need to jump off. No, and then Chris did the, the reaction video, which everyone should go watch because it's gonna. I be barely great. react at all. It's great. <laughs> no, it's I good. sat there and went. No, no. This this is what's great for those of you at because home. I it's like, a blank I like Doctor Strange is a character that I follow. You don't know anything about Doctor Strange. I know, I know nothing. This. I don't think that he read up on it or anything nope. because he's not that kind of guy. To. And I don't think I've ever talked to him about Doctor Strange. I want to go into the five blind. minutes and his attention gave out. So he's watching it, and he pretty much—I didn't realize this because I'm a fan. I know the story. You were able to get most of the Stephen Strange, or Strange story right from the trailer. I just yeah, want you it to seemed know like he was a doctor, a very successful doctor. He was in a car wreck, so like something like from the car wreck hurt him enough that he can't be a doctor anymore. Like so he's like cer- his hands. yeah, so like or something. Like, well, that's the thing though. Like it cuts him doing this, and I was like, his hands seem fine because he's pushing them against glass. But anyway, so that's I was like, the test they use now. Yeah, <laughs> are your hands okay? They look, they look okay to me. Car wreck, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but uh, I was like, okay, and now he's like searching for meaning in his life because like that was all that he had. I just I don't know if anyone being else a doctor and. See, like, then there's the gap. Like, I don't know how he gets to, like, the mystic in the mountains that right. shows him magic and everything, but... Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I, I never saw... I, I didn't follow Doctor Strange, but pretty much you can understand exactly yeah. what his backstory yeah, is. Yeah, like, just the, trailer the trailer did a very good job of, like, saying this is who he is. I'm so surprised at that because, again, as a fan, I didn't I didn't need that, so I didn't wasn't looking for it. I right, right. Trying, I was trying to see what, what they were going to show me from the stories. I was like... Right, because yeah. like some of the the symbolism and stuff, you know, it's magic, so all of that's very important. I'm like, let's see who's who's this person and where's Mads and what does he look like, and it was it was very interesting. So I thought that his reaction was very cool. And Rose, you were saying you got a lot. Yeah, of the story. it was basically like okay, there's a car wreck, obviously starting off right at the beginning, and then like I didn't even know that his last name was actually Strange. Like I did not know his yeah. name was oh, Stephen know, Strange. Yeah, you Even in my reaction, I go, "Oh, his name's actually Strange, yeah. and he's did actually you know a doctor." Like Dr. I didn't know he was. Doc- I didn't know anything about Doctor okay. Strange. I thought Doctor Strange so, was his superhero name, right? Like it's called Iron Man, not Tony Stark. The movie. So I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so yeah, I just see like you, you see. Okay, he was obviously a successful doctor. Looks like his hands got screwed up in the car accident, mm-hmm. so he can't be a sur- like. I'm guessing it's a surgeon because it looked very yeah, yeah, yeah. like meticulous. Right. Uh, turns out, I guess he's a neurosurgeon. He's like a brain surgeon. Uh, I, I'm not gonna. I don't know that well. I'm gonna say yes. He was. He was a, like a neurosurgeon. Yeah. So originally, basically, his career is ruined so that can... now that he can't use his hands because his hands got jacked up in the car accident. 
And then then he becomes he goes on some weird mystical quest and figures out all that stuff. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. I'm and excited she, to see how they how how they integrate the magic part of the Marvel universe into the movies. And she punched his soul out of his body. Yeah. I actually think that that was his <laughs> soul but the Yeah, yeah, like that was his I think that was sort of like going into the idea that there's like multiple universes, which I thought was yeah. cool. Like I had, like all I knew all I knew about was magic. Yeah. But like whenever it's like there's alternate realities and you see like and dimensions. Eight cities like on different angles. And oh, like, that oh. whole that whole scene where that one guy's walking through like the church with the stained glass and everything's moving around. That was so visually exciting. I can't yeah, wait yeah. to see more of that. Yeah. Um. What I'm really excited about is in Sherlock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch kills Magnuson, who's played by this is the great thing. What's his name? Lars Mikkelsen. Who is Mads Mikkelsen's brother? And Mads Mikkelsen is the bad guy in this movie. So the group saying is this, what you're so, saying this is Doctor Strange with the vengeance, where the brother comes back for revenge, and he's gonna. Yeah. Right. Now I did kind of read up on the movie a little bit after I made the reaction video, and what I found out that's interesting that I don't know how Doctor Strange fans are gonna feel about it is that the bad guy in this movie is actually completely original that they made up for this movie. He's not huh. someone that they're pulling from the Marvel universe to put in here. And, like, it said that um, it's played by Mads Mikkelsen, and it's, like, another student of that mystic woman. It's not completely original. I mean... It's probably... uh, I figured it was probably based on somebody. Yeah, But apparently it was one of her students that decided that she was just doing this to, like, protect her own power, and he's, like, going against her. Mm -hmm. So, that was interesting. Um, But, yeah, so... Cumberbatch kills the Mickelson brothers. <laughs> That's pretty Probably. Funny. I don't know if he's going to kill him. With magic, he might just banish into some shadow realm or something. Well, I think one of my favorite things was like some of the very first footage released from this Doctor Strange movie was, uh, it was like a gif of him like rolling and standing up like he's about to fight, but then he just skips. Like he skips like as he gets up, and it looks really funny. He has the cloak of levitation, so he, he might be floating away. I right, but it's just like this this really no. hilarious thing where he rolls, gets up, and then like skips, and it like looks very ridiculous. As a fan, that's the one thing that I'm a little bit hesitant on the Doctor Strange trailer. It's very awesome. I like a lot of it. Um, Doctor Strange always has this bit of wit of like that's why I like Cumberbatch as the idea because he is a little bit witty and he is a little bit of a sense of humor and you're like. Tony Stark, like, he plays off the attacks the same way. Not with the same humor, but the same way. Like, he walks through it. And you said different dimensions. It's not so much different dimensions as he has a third eye, actually, where he sees the rest of these things. So where, like, mm. all the, like, demons He can and see, like, and the end of Forks in the Road or All these like extra, well, all these creatures that are around. Like, if you read the comics, like, you'll see people walking around with, like, the brain slugs on their head. Mm, and, like, giant okay. beasts waiting in line to get on the subway. And it, okay. it's kind of like Ghostbusters in that regard. But he does that. And he, uh, Baron Mordu, I had to look it up, uh, is the character that I was thinking of that they base off. That's his... Like, original, the Ancient One was training both of them. They are both apprentices. Okay, that is the guy. Okay, he's in the movie. Is he? He's played by that guy that I'm always like, his name's Mabutu Chabumba. Okay. <laughs> See, I, I knew he was in it. Hold on. I, but, uh, okay, so Mads is another character like that. And then I know that, uh, I, I know her first name is Tilda. Is it Swanson or Swinson? Uh, Tilda Swinton. Swinton. 
Yeah. She's the, uh, she was great in like Snowpiercer. She's great in everything. In yeah, she's really the, good. The Narnia stuff. So she looks okay. I know that there's been some complaints because of who she is as a woman and as like a European, but I'm down with her. I like everything she does. And I really, again, didn't, that didn't take me out of it. I was more nervous about how they were going to do the astral plane and all that. And it all looked cool. So, yeah. Chiwetel Ejiofor. Oh, he's cool. As Carl Mordo. Is that what you were saying, Mordo? Yeah. Yeah. Is he? he and like the way it describes it here is that he's is basically sort of like uh, Doctor Strange's sidekick partner type person. I figured that would have been Wong. Is Wong in the movie? It says, um, unlike the comics, the character is not villainous and is an amalgamation of different characters from the Doctor Strange mythos. Hmm. Mordo is a very complex character that really I don't think can be nailed down either way. Um, He's played by Benedict Wong. He's going to be in the movie. There's a bunch awesome. of Benedicts in this movie. Yeah, Benedict Wong. Well, Wong is, is his servant that also fights evil and he's trained in Kung Fu and he's, he's a badass. And so I'm happy that he's in the movie. The reason I don't know much about the movie is I, it's one of the characters that I'm actually excited about. So I've been trying to stay away from spoilers yeah. and screenshots and scene shots and everything that I can. You know, I just want to watch the trailer and go in like a normal fan. I'm I know. Never... I just want to see these movies already. Yeah. I mean, there's so <laughs> many. I saw I saw Zootopia, actually, Rose, Yay! That, uh, that you talked about. Do you like it? I thought it was... Here's the thing. I enjoyed and it. Here we go. <laughs> no. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. My only issue was that I was confused by it in the fact that... It's the, the subject matter to me seemed very heavy headed for a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure that the animation was up to snuff for an adult movie, so it just kind of lost me. It, it didn't lose me as watching it. I felt like I was the audience for it, but I wasn't sure where it was supposed to fit overall. And I, but I guess it's worked because everyone loves it, and kids have watched it, and they love it, and adults watch it, and they love it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so surprised that it tackled such a serious, a serious issue. It was yeah. so, I mean, like, it, it, I don't want to say it was heavy handed. It was just completely like, here it is. We're putting it out there. We're not trying to yeah. pretend that it we're talking. It covers like race issues. And oh yeah, the sex, foxes when you're, when you're going there, and there's a fo- there's foxes in the city, and I was like, oh, holy crap! I'm pretty sure they're talking about black people. Yeah. And then and then they have the police force. It's all predators and stuff, and I'm like, Jesus, they just called the police predators, and they're actually preying on the populace. And there's the mayor's corrupt, and everyone was like, this is a heavy movie. Yeah. And I would say that if if you're an adult, you see it. I don't, I, you know, I don't get offended by anything, and I'm not offended by this movie. I say take your kids to go see things. I lament the fact that when we were children, we got to go see Terminator, and that was acceptable. There were toys for that. But Zootopia is one of those movies where I'm like, I'm not sure I would take my kid to go see it, just because I'm not sure I'm ready, I would be ready to, to have a, that kind of a conversation. Well, and that's the thing, that's, that's the good thing about this movie, though, is that you don't have to get as deep as the movie did. No. You can just be like... If you want to grow up and be a cop, or you want to grow up and be an actor, you can do whatever you want to do, and that's they can they can pick up that yeah. that lesson. No, from I think movie. I think that's the thing is it it does that job that movies, especially animated movies, family movies, struggle to do, which is entertain adults, keep the adults' attention and entertain them, mm-hmm. and do it for kids at the same time. Very seldomly can movies do that. Like usually, you're watching it with little ones, and you're like, oh god, this is. Or you're laughing because you're having fun like a kid, but seldom do you get a story and they get a story. That's as deep as like a story like that, yeah. So I, I mean, I will say that I was, I was a little bit hesitant to say it was good because I was confused by that. But I, the animation was amazing. Mm -hmm. The story really was just so. I mean, it was deeper than ninety percent of the stuff I've seen in the last year. So I thought that was 
it blew my mind. <laughs> um, I saw the Jungle Book too, which I'm not going to go into that. I saw. I want to see I, that. I would say go see it. I'm not a big fan of the original uh, Disney one. I've seen it, but I grew up with like a bootleg version that we bought at like Duck Walls. <laughs> kind of like, Duck I, Walls. Well, no, because okay, we had a. It was called the Book of the Jungle. We had a ranch in uh, outside of Tulia, which is like an hour from here. You know, uh, we went. Don't and tell them where we are. I used to ride. <laughs> You know, I ride four wheelers and stuff out there. I learned to shoot out there. We had a barn and stuff, but we didn't have we had rabbit ears in the well and stuff. We didn't. That's where I spent my summers. We didn't have like real good movies, and all we had was like an alcohol or a duck walls, uh-huh. depending on what time of year it was and who bought it. So we'd watch the Jungle Book, but it was like the five ninety nine Jungle Book that I don't think you can get anywhere else. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah, it was one of those knockoff ones. But the movie that I saw in the movie theater, it took the best parts of the Disney one. And still made its own. It's not beat for beat a remake. I know people were saying, oh, that's all it is. Or, oh, it's not like it at all. It was really interesting. I thought the the, the CGI on all the characters, I didn't know there was that much, but it's... A lot. It's fantastic. Uh, the kid is probably the weakest link. He's just not... I think he's not mature enough as an actor, probably. So there's no real sense of fear or emotion in him. Time to time, he doesn't get upset. Like, I would like... I don't know. But I thought the story was just... It was actually better than the Disney one because it didn't just ramble scenes together. And then music's there. So if you yeah. like the Bare Necessities, the King Louis songs and stuff, that's that's there, but they're, they don't take away from it. They're actually worked in pretty well. Nice. I, mean, I don't like musicals. I do want to see it. I, I highly recommend you do that. I also recommend seeing Hardcore Henry. Really? I heard that was good. It looks good. I'm trying to decide if I'd be able to watch it. I was worried about that too. Because it's in first person the whole time. It does yeah. not change. It's not like I'd be that worried I'd get like nauseous or whatever. Here's what you do. You watch the music video for Smack My Bitch Up. No. <laughs> no, because that music video, the entire thing is in first person. No, no. I mean, one, <laughs> one Prodigy is not that great of a band. It doesn't two, matter. The point of this is that the first video is two, first person. Two, th- they change it. No, the thing, the only part in Hardcore Henry that made it hurt for me is there. there's a long running scene and it's maybe too shaky. Oh. But that's it. There's one extended scene and it's a long run, it's a long take, and that does get you a little bit, or got me a little bit motion sick. Uh-huh. It gave me a bit of a headache just because I was like, well, this is too long. But the story and everything, it felt like it's very much a video game. It's yeah, an, it's an FPS. Was it the same people that do like Chappie and District Nine? No, it's not the same people. It's uh, but they're uh, what's his name? Copley, Sean Copley. I don't know. We're the actor, uh, South African. Name. Yes, uh, guy. Chappie is in the movie. Yeah, I mean the guy that played him. He's he's the most interesting part because you obviously don't see the other one. The bad guy's accent. He's Swedish or something. It's it's kind of annoying to me. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a personal thing, but it. No, the story feels like an FPS. Like, Kern, you would dig it a lot. It feels like a FPS story that you've played, but you haven't. And a really good one. It's like they made a, a movie of a video game you played and liked. Nice. If you're an FPS fan. And mm. for people that aren't, it's still a very good story. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just an interesting story. It's not a great all-time story. But it's worth, it's worth your money to go see it. And uh, I had fun. My wife enjoyed it, and she didn't... Well, that, that's why I like some of the some of the FPSs that I play. I actually a lot of people skip through them, but I actually like the 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 cinema. I love first aspect. Place, yeah, I you know, it. I'll sit there and watch it and through it. And when you're when it's doing the scene and you have the ability to look around, oh yeah, you know, always when you're looking that. around, you know, yeah, yeah. Like in the Arkham cool. games, I always try to like look around the side mm-hmm. and like wander off. Yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. hey. yeah. Um, 
Oh, what was the other trailer we had, guys? We had another trailer. Okay, so as far as movies go, Uh-oh. this isn't a trailer. This is just a question. There was a trailer. I don't know. If, I, and we, I didn't talk no, about Suicide Boring. Squad. No, yeah, I that was it. About that. Go ahead. I was just going to talk about Pete's Dragon. Did you oh, see the trailer for Peach Dragon? No. No. Okay, so there's I the, seen the trailer for it yet. That's what I should react. I know. Peach. Do that. Oh yeah, you actually should. That'd be really good. Um, they released. Okay, so in the trailer, it's one of those teaser things where like the whole time it's just trees and stuff. And at the very end, like you see the dragon. Um, it's like he comes up like out of a canyon or something. He f- flies up. So by the time you see him, he's like far away in the sky. So you're like, okay, this is Peach Dragon. Well, they released a picture just of the dragon in like Entertainment Weekly or something like that. And he's like, in my head, you know, he's green. He should have orange hair. He should talk yeah. kind of like a yeah. doofus. Yeah. In the picture, he's like a dark green. And I'm like, okay. And he just, he's very, like, he's not a traditional looking dragon at all. But he's very fluffy. And I never pictured him being fluffy. <laughs> but I hope that like all adds to like him being kind of goofy. Yeah. In the movie. Because yeah. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, this kid's friends with this dragon that kills people or yeah. something like that. But I don't know, um, man. I mean, I like Peach Dragon, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of scared because I like, that's how the thing. To, I like How to Train Your Dragon a lot. Yeah. And that, that that's kind of the same story, and so I'm kind of... Uh, yeah, to an extent it is because like, people don't like dragons. And yeah. Dra- and, like, yeah. they earn the trust of one dragon. And now as an... I mean, but I love those stories because as an adult, uh, Tamarir by... Uh, mm-hmm. No, Amy Novick. I read that whole series. I'm like, book six in a week. I can't stop. Mm. Yeah, like, uh. It's cool. So, when does that movie come out? Do you know? I don't know. Did you know they're also making another Jungle Book movie? No. Like, some other studio because Jungle Book they're, is they're in the sure. public domain. I know. I'll get my they're just making, they're, they're, just, <laughs> they're just making another, <laughs> ju- like, some other studio is also making a Jungle Book movie. And I'm like, but. Yeah, why? But why? It's like whenever they whenever they it's were so making weird. that first Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Sherlock Holmes movie. Oh yeah. When they were making that, another studio simultaneously announced the one with Ian McKellen playing an old Sherlock Mr. Holmes. Mr. Holmes, yeah. And I don't remember. And that was when they made the first Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock. And there's been two of those Sherlock movies, and the Ian McKellen one's like nowhere to be found. Oh, I don't no, know. It came out. It came out. It's called Mr. Holmes. What? It's about like a nine. Did it go to theaters? Yep. What? It had short release. They also, but the, kind of my point still stands because they also announced a comedy Sherlock Holmes with Will Ferrell, and I've heard nothing about that. Like all three of those were announced around the same seen time. Will Ferrell recently? Hey, Will Ferrell is like no, he's he's great. Tall but I'm and saying, has bad teeth. <laughs> has he has he been abducted by aliens? Maybe. Maybe. Is he with Sinbad right now? Is Did he, they all go to the stars? Is he going to be in the 23 Jump Street? I was just thinking the same thing. Or? There's your plot right oh, there. Wow. Save Will Ferrell. We have to find Will oh, Ferrell. Lord. But I didn't, I didn't see... I didn't He's see an alien that. ambassador. I did see Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. Oh, yeah. That picture. Oh, yeah. The show picture. That looked... That, looked, that, that looked, could be a whole discussion. Well, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the fact that the photo... She looked like the character as far as she was going to look like the character. It's and true. it makes me There's feel like they get the, uh, the feel and tone of the film. I mean, it's one picture, so I can't say right. a whole lot. I'm hoping it's going to be good, despite what my feelings think, are about think, the casting. Yeah, I, I, I still it, hope it's going to be good. I think it'll be good. What's, what's odd to me about her casting, because I think, I think actually we should save it for the next podcast and actually do a topic about whitewashing well, let's and go ahead and, and stuff. Let's Put no it on the board. Put yeah, I'm gonna say board. not today. We're this an hour board and a half right here. Right. I'm, I'm totally. Write it on that board, bro. This dry erase okay. board right here. Um, what I will say that I find really odd is 
whenever the idea of a Ghost in the Shell movie was first like on the internet and people were like, oh, they might do this. I remember so many places and websites saying Scarlett Johansson would be perfect. So many people said that. And then they announced her and people were like, oh, cool. And then somehow the picture, everyone's like, why is it a white girl? And I, and I feel like it might just be the climate <laughs> has changed so much since like those early announcements and speculations about her being in it. Well, I remember. But now it's like, because people are talking about it more, especially like, the lead in Star Wars is a female, and and it's also a black guy. So like now people are like starting to think about these things more, like with Ghostbusters. So when Ghost in the Shell like releases one image and it's just white Scarlett Johansson with the hair, everyone's like, "Why is it a white chick?" So I definitely remember when they announced the first time that it was going to be Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember people being upset about that. Yeah, really? Yes. Why don't, why don't, why don't I remember that? I definitely remember I, yeah. hearing people upset that they didn't cast an Asian-American uh, well, actress. Well, I have two questions. Maybe you know, Rose. One, the movie is set in Japan? Neo-Japan? Yes. Okay. I don't know, because I was... I know the I original... I think it should be. The, I think the, the original... I should say well, but the if they anime moved, is. If they moved, I know. <laughs> it's one of the things that got me in. I'm, I have a very soft spot for Ghost in the Shell and uh-huh. the new one, even though it's lesser. Um, <laughs> is if they moved it to New York, would it be the worst thing in the world if they said it in America? I don't necessarily think it would be the worst thing, and it would make more sense for having a white actress as opposed to a Japanese actress. Um, but I, I'd be like, why? Why do you need to move it to America? Well, I mean, they just might for the fact that it's a bigger market. I mean, they're, I can they're see changing. them doing yeah. something like that. I I hope that they don't. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I agree because I think that the whole Neo Tokyo thing. Here's a here's a quote from Max Landis right here. The only oh reason to be upset about Scarlett Johansson being in Ghost in the Shell is if you don't know how the movie industry works. He, he said, put up he put up a YouTube video explaining why you shouldn't be mad at Hollywood well, for it. Yes, yeah. and it makes a lot of sense. And it's yeah, because exactly it to get funding for a movie, you have to have names and things behind the movie that are going to make studios think it's going to sell. And right now, we don't have any like. A-list Asian or Asian American actresses. So, like, then the studio has to decide, do we want to be as faithful as we can to the source and not make much money, or do we want to deviate, get big names behind it, and possibly make a lot of money? That ends up being like a... Uh, like a vicious circle because it's yeah. like yeah. No, we don't it have any Asian American A-list yeah. actors well, and no, it's that, like but then we can't get see, it that's, because... See, that's the difference though. The problem is you, you look at studios like that made Star Trek or not Star Trek that made Star Wars or uh-huh. even Star Trek whenever they rebooted it. Those are series that like aren't going to rely on the main cast because everyone's going to go watch a new Star Wars. Uh-huh. So at that point it was Hollywood's chance to say okay we're going to do something different with the lead. And they did with Star Wars, kind of. But, like, if Into Darkness would have had, like... What if they would have made O'Hara like, uh, an Asian? Not a remake of Wrath of Khan? Well, no, no, no. Not an actual that. movie? Or if saying, they like, had yeah. made Kirk, like, black? Yeah, like, if they would have done something different and had, like, an original actor. Like, they don't have to have established actors. Just like with uh, Daisy Ridley, she wasn't a big name no. at all. 
and they made her the lead in episode seven. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know that I agree with that there's not enough Asian actresses out there. There may not be Asian actresses that are out there that are on the level of Scarlett Johansson. That, that's the but whole I, thing, though. I that's, think that there's a, Asian actresses out there that could carry that film no, and it would still do well. But he's saying there are. I'm not saying ticket. there aren't. I'm saying there, there aren't any ticket big to, ticket to, sellers. So really good Asian actresses. Or maybe like, even not like Lucy Liu's probably the biggest name that people would come to people's mind. Or and maybe, even her Maybe what I'm thinking is maybe not even... like maybe. Maybe it would still buy tickets, but those the producers or the studios don't think that it will sell tickets unless right. there's a big. Actress. I mean, they could yeah. make it on word of mouth, but they want to make their money back, and that's the, that. I mean, that's the issue. I think that's all based off the. I mean, I agree that the, that the actor has a big play in it and everything like that, but I think it's also based off the trailer. You know, if you put right, something they, out there to, that's really badass, you have to sell the idea to make the movie before, before you can. Well, well, right, yeah, you gotta have so somebody buy. So if you go, I want to make this movie, and they go, okay, who's the lead? And you go, you know. Trish Tufnawa or whatever, and you pick somebody. You <laughs> See, that's, that so then they go, great, oh, they, you can't, you can't sell right. that. And then the studio's go, not going to oh, pick it up. We're going to give you there twenty million great, dollars. Um, to, there was to go a great uh, bit that uh, John Oliver did. They did a, a little uh, thing on Hollywood whitewashing. Why is this still a thing? And it's like a little short four minute video. And they mentioned the the fact that the director was like, I can't just cast some random uh, Middle Eastern guy. They were talking about um, the. Uh, that Prince Moses movie, oh, no, yeah. the Moses movie okay, that yeah. came out a while back or with Exodus, uh, or Exodus. The Gods and Kings, yes, or Exodus, the Exodus movie, Prince of and they're like, yeah, because you can totally go off or... of the star power of whoever the f- this is, and it like shows like one of the main characters, and it's like nobody knows who that actor is, but it's mm-hmm. a white guy playing an Egyptian guy. It's like, okay, so maybe star power is a thing, but why do all of the people you cast like why are all of these like supporting characters white? Well, I think I think that comes to the covering their ass part. Like you you've gone ahead and made the, the the anime character white now, so it doesn't make sense to make everyone else Asian. Asian. And then, then you end up screwing it, over all the Asian actors. And it's really screwed up because I they actually heard that the studio paid to like CGI a background character. Yes. That was a rumor, like there were reports of that, know. and the studio just like vehemently they denied it. No, they haven't. They they, haven't no, they I'm denied it. Sure they, Paramount they, denied they, it. No, they said they did it with a background character, and it was a minor, and they did it. It was not a major character. They did it as a right. test. I'm and saying, but they they denied that they ever did it with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, because yes. like the report was that they tried. Oh to make no, her I'm saying Asian. they did it with this minor background character. Yeah, they, but the fact that they would do that, like even the extra, they couldn't even hire an Asian extra. Like that, <laughs> that's a problem. But, but anyway, my my back to what my other yes, question was. Other this question. is another episode. They're they're cyborgs. Yes, like, they're not cyborgs, but they're they're cyborgs. And the thing is, like at least Lord based Queen. at least based on the the prequel movies that just came out recently. Um, technically, made the major Kunisagi has never had an actual physical body. And this is this is going to be my point. She's not even human, so I don't. It kind of carries over to my Star Wars. They're all aliens, so I'm not going to be offended by the race. Or the, I mean, I'm not defending it because as the person of color here, there are issues. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But in this one, <laughs> whitewashing the, a podcast. The major, <laughs> the major being of any race, gender, whatever, doesn't bother me because technically. It's just synthetics. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm, that's the thing. Like, I'm gonna go see it, and I'm hoping it's good. I'm just like, I'm just kind of disappointed. No, I wish that it they was. Didn't I wish it cast wish, an Asian. Yes, woman. I yeah. wish it was the way it was in the anime. But the fact that it's Scarlett is not so much a big departure, and she looks right. She look, does look really good. Because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, <laughs> and with, I love I, Scarlett Johansson. If we're gonna be upset about things, and this is gonna be an issue on on the next show, if 
if anime characters don't want to be played by white people, then they have to start drawing them like Asians. It's, I mean, because I'm, I mean, not it's not a it's not a racist thing. They don't have they don't have the right eye shape or the right skin tone, but they're supposed to be Asian. It when I was a kid, I never knew in Dragon Ball that they were supposed to be, be Asian. Asian. Or nope. that I mean, look at Sailor Moon. <laughs> Look I mean, that, maybe that's racist for me, but I'm not saying it's not. Sailor Moon has blonde hair and blue eyes, but she's supposed to be Asian. This is this is yeah. my thing. Like I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but if we were to make a Sailor Moon movie, would you be upset that if they it want, was a white they girl playing Asian? I mean, no, that's one one I want to see. Scott Johansson in. So <laughs> Sailor Moon. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, saying that right now. Kern's like, is there movies being made? Get that Scarlett Johansson girl in there. Yeah, get, get her in a Sailor Moon, yes. Absolutely. girl movie, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I'm with you, man. We can be all day. Um, crap, I want to go to something a little more upbeat, and I'm looking up. Uh, see the here. McRib is back. I don't know if that's it's true. It's not, but the A1 <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Oh, yeah, the A1 Thick and Hardy Burger is at Whataburger. Apparently, it never leaves some parts of Texas, but it does here, so get it while you can, guys. Now I'm hungry. Get your shit together, Amarillo. Um, I have to go to bed in an hour. I'm going to I'm gonna run through some comics I read, and you guys can ask me questions if you want real quick. Because there's a bunch of number ones that came out. That's the Great. only reason why. Here we go. Black Panther number one came out. Ooh. Black Panther. It was okay. I'm not. Uh, everyone's saying it was this big, amazing thing. I, I thought it was all right. I give it like a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Poe Dameron came out. Really? It's actually done by Phil Noto, who's one of my favorite artists. Uh, it, I will say, skip it. Wait for a trade paperback. Maybe the story Aww. gets good. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the thing where you like was born by a tree? What? Born by. A tree. And he's force sensitive. Never mind. Go on. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm having a fever dream. But Go on. Poe Dameron. <laughs> po Dameron. It's 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 not worth it for even fans of Star Star Wars. Really? It's. Well, it's just the story. There's nothing. The in story's it. like he sure is a good pilot. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's like, but that, like that boy, da- that boy Dameron sure is good. It's like, oh, awesome. Um, the C three PO comic came out. We found the out how he C-3PO got his red arm. Comic. It's worth reading. Pay your money, get it, read it. Worth reading. It's a better story than I thought it would be. He has better. friends. He makes friends. Better than he. Uh, Gwenpool, which is a combination of Deadpool and. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Gwen I Which, saw that at Hastings. Yeah, I, Hastings. I've been on Spider Gwen since last year, and this came out. It's not as strong as Spider Gwen. It's, it's all right. I mean, it's all why, right. why is Gwen Stacy getting crossed over with everything? I don't know. Because she's, she's a very lovable character. Yeah, and Emma Stone. Where's thought, Mary so. Jane Pool? Nobody cares no, about Mary Jane. No one cares about Mary Jane. <laughs> Where's, maybe we need, maybe we need to marry Sue Pool. Oh. Does Deadpool ever get uh, like taken over by the Venom symbiote, and the symbiote goes like crazy? That uh, would actually be really funny to he, see. Wasn't there an issue where Xavier like tapped into Deadpool's mind, and he realized he was in a comic, and he like freaked out? <laughs> That sounds. I'm that sounds like a thing that would happen. I, right? I'm gonna go with all of that's happened because I'm not a bad Deadpool. I I okay. I got into Deadpool. I have the whole collection, but I. Don't read it a lot. I just got mm. it because I thought it was kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, I know that Madcap was in his brain for a long time. Madcap. Enemy of his. Uh, but other than that, Moon Knight 1 came out. It was really good, I thought. Moon Knight. So that's it. That, that That's all I have except for Suicide Squad. Suicide. The new trailer. The trailer came. It didn't give us much, but it gave us Will Smith. Yeah, it gave us a little more Will Smith. Yeah, actually, had a pretty good line in there. It cracked I, me that, up. <laughs> that looked like the best Will Smith I've seen in years. He got to see some Batman. Yeah. It is. Wasn't he in the Comic-Con trailer, the very first trailer? Who? 
Batman. Yes, he was on, yeah, he was on top of the car like or whatever. Yeah, but this one had another sequence of yeah. a few frames yeah. of him in it. Yeah. Apparently, people who have seen yeah. it early test footage like said that there's a lot more Batman than people Batman, think there's going to be. Batman's in this movie more than we think we hear. Rumors. Rumors. I think it's going to be something of, like, whenever we see him on the car, I think we're going to get some kind of story about how each of the villains got locked up in the first place. And that's going to be our introduction to each of them. Because I know we're so going like, to get some background on the witch chick because we see yeah. her like climbing through the spelunking to the caves where she gets uh, possessed. Well, the Enchantress thing, like, it's going to be interesting to see if we get a backstory on all of them. Mm-hmm. Or if she's... Because people always think, well, the villain's Batman. Now, or not Batman, Joker. Joker. And now they're saying, well, maybe it's her. And now it's back to being the Joker. So I'm really interested to see because it just looks like a good time. When people say they're reshooting for comedy... It makes no sense. I thought those were fun enough as it was. Were those not? Was there not humor in the trailer? Did I? Well, miss it? Will Smith had a, like I said, he had a great line. Yeah. You know when he antagonizes, um, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, guy that shoots the flames. Yeah. yeah. I think that's and um, made it up. yeah, and he basically is like, I, I was just trying to pump you up, man. You know, my bad. Didn't mean yeah. to offend you. Whatever it is, he I was said, just trying yeah. to get you there. We cool. We cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he said he wanted a water and. Yeah, like, that, that, that's probably that thought that idea. was good. <laughs> and then when she's getting dressed and she's like, what? I I, I think all of her, the, the voices in my head, all this. What? It's all awesome. I don't know why people are, I'm not a bit worried about this movie at all. Everything I see just makes me want to go do it. More fun, Have yeah. you seen, there's like a thing people are sharing on Facebook. It's like, when you see Suicide Squad, just remember that Harley Quinn isn't just some, uh, Sexy, oh, crazy sex chick. Crazy She's chick. actually like a really strong, independent woman, and all this other stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, here we go. But well, that's the thing. It's like she's she's got. Why can't her, she be both? Yeah. You know, why can't she be a sexy, independent, crazy person? Like right. Well, yeah. and the thing is, is that she gets some like in the newer Harley Quinn comics that have come out with that. She's got the the black hair on one side and the red hair on the other side. She's had some interesting character development where she's like. Pretty much ditched the Joker because she realizes that it's an abusive relationship. She has her own game right now, <laughs> and she does her own thing. Mm. But I mean, she's still she's still a crazy person, and she's still sexy. So I mean, yeah, why why not both? Yeah, yeah. The, the, that the Harley Quinn that my wife loves Groot and Harley Quinn. Like. One of my favorite parts of the new uh, comic book. I haven't read the whole thing, but she finds out that I think it's Black Canary is pregnant. Because they're fighting and she she throws up in a bucket as they're fighting and she's like, wait, are you, you know, they have like this whole, con- she stops the fight and they have this whole conversation about babies and stuff. <laughs> and then later on, after she's had the baby, Harley Quinn visits her in the hospital and gives her a bunch of baby toys. No, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's really, cra- she's crazier than the Joker in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And it's been really interesting because she runs her own gang now. She has yeah. the Harleys and it's. And that just came out. My wife grabbed that. And then, like, the little black books have been happening. So she's been in a lot of crossovers. Green Lantern and Wonder Woman. Like, she knocked out Wonder Woman and stole her uniform and tried it on and stuff. And yeah. It's all, it's been, you know, none of them are, like, amazing story arcs. But for that character, I love character comics. Like, I love runs of titles that are just about the character. And we get to see, you know, us get to see them do things. So... Yeah, I think it's about time we I wrapped think, up from Chris's, Chris's. So the last thing I want to say is we will never text in the movie theaters. There will never be a texting section in the movie. Theaters. That was a oh. stupid. Here's the thing: was that if you a really want to, yeah, AMC announced they were going to have texting sections. Well, they were thinking they were. So yeah, so like in this section, if you sit there, you can have your phone out during the movie. For one, 
if you want to text during the movie, you don't want to watch the movie. Right. Two, if you really have to, sit like in the back row what where the, the light balcony? isn't going to bother anybody. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. That's but weird. Yeah. The tweets and the posts like were so negative so quickly that like the next day they yeah, should a statement day. saying, we're not going to do that. That we was a bad you. idea. We heard you. That was you. a stupid idea. Said. Sorry, our bad. Yeah, no. Maybe they they've just had so many problems with having to kick people out of movie theaters because they're oh God, on their the, phones the whole time. They were talking about making sections just for it. They were talking about making screening times just for it. I'm guessing it's because they're they're tired of having to throw people out. But it's like Maybe. honestly, I mean, I I don't know. Anytime I go to a movie theater, and I I don't think I hardly ever have to deal with people texting mm-hmm. nowadays. No, I it, don't. for the most part, like they're texting like during the previews. Yeah. Sometimes, but that's about it. And, I mean, even when, that's the thing, when I'm with my family members, if any of them are texting, even during the previews, I'm like, put that away. I want to watch this. <laughs> if I know I'm going to, to want to take notes, like if we're doing it for the podcast or if I'm making a video or doing a review or whatever, I go to the drive-in specifically for that reason. Because I can sit there with a the notepad and my yeah. light on and right, write yeah. if I want. Or I can just take notes on my phone. Right. Screenshot it so I can try. Not really disturbing mind. anybody. There's not yeah. a person like two feet, not yeah. even two feet, two inches. I know not everyone can do that, but you know what? There are matinees later on. If you don't have the attention span to watch a movie for, then don't go watch a movie. Wait till yeah. it's out on DVD and watch in your house. Yeah, I mean, I paid my money to go, and part of my experience. I mean, I pay the money for the experience, not for the film. I'll wait for the film. Yeah, it's the same with the people that talk in there. If you want to go socialize, just go to the bar and socialize. Don't just go to the freaking movie. That, that, yeah. that irritates me more than the phone thing. Yeah. There's a special hell for people who talk in the movie, in the theaters. <laughs> don't bring your damn kids to a movie theater. Well, if they can behave. If they're kids. like, okay, if it's like unless it's Deadpool. age appropriate and they're there to see a kid's movie, that's one thing. Yeah. If you go to see Batman versus Superman and bring your two-year-old, fuck off. Seriously. But seriously, though. Seriously, like, fuck off. <laughs> not, well, and not only is it, like, rude to everybody else who has to deal with a crying, upset baby who's watching something violent that mm-hmm. there's, that's scaring them, but it's also really bad for baby ears to be in a movie yeah. theater that has all those loud stuff happening. Yeah. Just don't talk during the movie, even to me. Like, I hate when I go with friends that are like, so is this it's the part where you shut the <laughs> That's what the park is. Yeah, that's like. like when I went to see Deadpool, my friend was like, who's that? And I turned like, shut the fuck up. Like, just, <laughs> no, and, uh, and he was like, like. My wife gets mad because like, I know things are coming. Like, I see a character and I know that. And I'm like, and I'm patting her on the knee. And she just looks at me like, you will stop. You will stop. <laughs> and I, so I've quit doing that. But I go to the movie theater. We have friends. I don't go to the movies hardly with anybody else just because of that. Like, I hate when they're like, Is, who directed it? There's a poster outside. Read it before you come in. So what is the, that Batman? Like, <laughs> yes. What do you mean? Well, I, I hate oh. the. I, you know, one of the things is it doesn't happen in the movie theater, but it happens with my kids. We'll be watching a movie, and then you know they, you know, it's like on DVD, whatever. We're sitting in our living room, so it's a little bit more of a relaxed atmosphere, you know, than in the theater. But the question that always just aggravates the crap out of me, and and, and even I've had some adults do this. You're watching the film for the first time with with a person. And then something's going on, and they're like, why did he do that? It's like, you've watched the first ten minutes just the same as I have. What kind of stupid-ass oh, question yeah, yeah, yeah. is that? You say that? I have no idea why he did that. I, I, you know? I, this is my last comment for this podcast. I'm done. My father-in-law does that. He has, they have the, the DVR with the re, instant rewind and all that. It drives me insane. If he can't hear 
every like if he can't hear it, he wants to rehear it. If he doesn't understand, he will rewind and watch the same thing like six times. He's like, why? Why? <laughs> just put on subtitles. I'm gonna break your freaking no, thumb, old man. Just, Geico no. Insurance. Click Geico Insurance. What is this? No, but I mean, you, like you're trying to watch it. It's like a real tense part. And, like he flies down and punches him. You're like, who did he punch? Like, no, I'm trying to. What? I want to see the fight. Who did he punch? He'll be like, was that the one dude that came in through the window? I don't know. Can we just watch the fight? We'll figure it out. We'll be on the ground. Just in, keep like, watching. Three it. scenes, like. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's a respectful way to watch a movie. I feel like, and you know what? If you're at that person's house, which I am with my father-in-law, I let it go because. It's at their, their house, house, and you're watching their film, and they're inviting you over. But if I pay money to go to a movie theater, you do it to me. So be polite in the movie theater, please. Be polite in the movie theaters. Be kind, rewind. Be kind, rewind. Be is that, sure. Is that a thing anymore? It, well, okay. Can, can you even rent a VCR tape anymore? When, can you rent a VCR? Like I, bet, old, I, bet you, yeah, I bet you can rent a VHS at the library. <laughs> you probably I bet can. You can. I, I still remember... I'll remind you all, when Blockbuster first got DVDs, they left the Be Kind Rewind part on the thing, and people didn't understand it. So, like, they'd take the disc back, and they'd go, how do you rewind this? And they go, you rewind it just like a VHS. No. It's like, well, you better figure out how to rewind it before you bring it back, or we're going to charge, charge you, you for rewinding it. It's like, what are you talking about? Some people charge what now yeah. is a real price. What wow. a time to be alive. What a time. Anyway... Check us out on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube yeah. now and our website, nerdtastic4.com. And the new domain we just bought, nerdtastic4.xxx. Heck yeah, Power Glove specials <laughs> coming your Power way. Power Glove specials oh coming Lord. soon. Um, check us out at YC3, at YC3, May 13th to the 15th at the Amarillo Civic Center. We'll be at the table that says Nerdtastic 4. We'll yeah. be selling nothing, but you can give us money anyway. No, but we'll tell you maybe, maybe. <laughs> Maybe how to get a t-shirt. Well, it's a super secret. If we can figure it out ourselves, yeah. we'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I, have one, I have the only test footage of that. Yes. And, and if you uh, do a cosplay for YC3, definitely come by our yeah, booth. We'd love oh, to yeah. be able to talk to you about it. Yeah, we want to talk to you about it. Once. We get if, pictures. If you're doing anything cool at YC3, come by and we'll let you talk to us. Yeah, come yeah. get Unless pictures. you've got straws up your nose or something like that. Right. That's if Chris's thing. If you straws up your nose, that's interesting to me. You can have Kern's microphone to talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. To all of the parents out there, sorry we said the <laughs> F word so much. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Pistol Pete's Rose's dad. Pistol Pete's Rose's dad. Pistol Pete Rose Meredith. I'll do my best to watch my mouth in the future. Here's what's going to happen. Chris is going to edit it, and then I'm going to go put the sounds over that. So we're fine. If you want to, that's fine. I will do it. I have sound Um. Effects. Anyway, my name is Chris. I'm Jasmine. I'm Kern. And I'm Rose. And this has been... The Nerdy Tatabas, the Fota Pata Pata. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Boom.